Um, do we got a vaccine yet or no? Oh, you out of your fucking mind, yo? Do we got it or no? No, dog. Not for another year and a half, bro. That's the other thing. Why does it take so long for vaccines? Can you explain that to you me? Gotta and test I mean them that. We're going to sure start this episode eventually, but why does it take so long? You got to test it to make sure it don't kill motherfuckers. What? Okay. <laughs> okay, but how long does it take to kill you? Like, boom, you test it? Theoretically, it could take a couple months. You get it, and then you think you're fine, and then... Some other shit happens, and all of a sudden, if if a that's bunch not of people, how it works. I mean, thirty people just tested disinfectants, and we know that don't work. <laughs> <laughs> what does it not work for? I mean, it kills you. It does it? Kills the. It probably kills the virus also. That's all he said. <laughs> Let me ask you a question. Was he wrong? Oh, he said. Oh, nah, oh, nah, oh, nah, he said he's asking if it will kill the virus. If you're dead, can the virus live in you? <laughs> nah, I can't, Drew. That's how you kill the virus. At what cost are you willing to stop Corona? <laughs> I'm just saying, you gotta admit. Are you a soldier? Not, are you not? He's I not ain't. wrong. I'm not. Joe Biden out here eating applesauce. What you want him to help you with the fucking cure to Corona? <laughs> Joe Biden more likely to eat a bat than he is to be president. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goofy ass motherfucker. But in all seriousness, yeah. the way you do stop the virus, yeah. the real vaccine. Is if you have detergent. Is, is death. Is death. Get, you know what I mean? Everybody who died no longer got it. And they can't spread it. They can't spread it. That's how you stop the spread. Yo, stop doing the work of the mainstream media. Al. No, come on, Al. <laughs> what you want to do is spread the virus, I don't know, man. I'm listening to <laughs> too much New York Times and shit. It's Yo, like, Al is too man. smart, bro. I'm tired of this shit, dog. <laughs> this motherfucker coming every day with all the information, all the answers. What'd you I tell mean, me today? Uh, all the antibody tests, like only three or 14 of them actually work. What? There's the 14 coming. <laughs> 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 he is so angry. Yeah, I know. I don't know. Okay, I thought antibodies were the guys throwing the milkshakes at people in Portland. Ain't <laughs> 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 that, 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 that like the, the that nerd? Is, that is probably how they're built, the skinny ass vegans. <laughs> antibodies. <son. laughs> antibodies. Yeah. Nah. Hey, bro. Antibodies. Asian bitches. <laughs> hey, <bro. laughs> yeah, that would be funny though if Trump came out and was like, but does it kill it though? <laughs> he just said, does it kill it though? What if he just wants to not be president? He's like, let me just get rid of these motherfuckers, keep voting for me, yo. Just get him out of here. Yo, that's hilarious. Wait, you're saying, what if he's saying all this shit so he doesn't win? Yeah, he so just like, he just winning? kills his fan base. You know what I mean? Just, hey, guys, you listen to everything I say. <laughs> you want to beat Corona? Lysol in your veins, yo. Just get this shit. It cures it. Everybody starts doing it. Everybody starts dying that's going to vote for him. And Son, now he's like, hey, I'm that's all right. hilarious. This whole time... Trump has been trying to not be president. I'm telling he you. He doesn't want to be president the whole time. Like He's like, yeah, I grabbed the pussy. They won't vote for me now. <laughs> they still vote for me. <laughs> he just doesn't matter. Hey, bro, I'm not going to do nothing even though we got a global pandemic, right? The global pandemic comes over and it's like, fuck it. I don't know. And he's like, the only way I cannot be president if all them die. I got to kill him. I got to kill him. Open up Michigan. Open them up. What other state did I win? Open, open up, up Virginia. Fuck. He's only opening up the states where people vote for him. He's not opening up New York. He's not opening up no, California. Fuck Cali. Yo, Holy Cali shit. Stay Trump Cali, don't want to be president. He ain't wanted it since the jump, yo. He never wanted it. He just wanted to be famous. He just wanted a new show. His shit got canceled. Yep. And now 
it's like what is it when uh what's that episode of Seinfeld where the Larry David character what's his name yeah George George Costanza does the opposite and everything works oh, out. Yeah. <laughs> We're living in that episode of the fucking of Seinfeld. Yeah, he's he, the president is the opposite. He's just oh doing the opposite. Oh my god, guys. He doesn't want to be president. I don't He doesn't want to be president. Yeah, I figured it out, man. Holy I don't shit. Think he does, yo. I really don't. This I don't think he likes out here it. like I'm not going to war. Like he's doing everything <laughs> presidents are not supposed to do. He's not going to war. Yo. What else has he done? Hey, you know what? They probably won't elect a racist. Fuck it. Let say me say some, they, he's probably like, you know what? There's no way they elect a racist. Let me say some racist shit. Now nah, we got a we got a long line of racists as president. Not openly. Back in the day, with, back with in the, the day, but not recent history. Ah, you're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah. They were woke. They were like yeah. playing jazz and shit. Yeah. 1800s, yeah. you just playing to the crowd. You yeah. Know what I mean? <laughs> but does owning the slaves vote, really make you racist? Though? Hmm? <laughs> does owning slaves really make you racist? <laughs> <laughs> I say the things you can't. <laughs> I'm listening. <laughs> All right, go, 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 go. No, Make no, the no, argument, no, Al. No, Make no, the no, argument, no, Al. No, go, no, Al. No, What's no, the no. argument? Maybe you love black people so much you collect them. No. <laughs> I don't dislike Jordan. I collect those. I love Jordan. I Yo, love Jordans. Fuck. I'm fucking dying, so bro. So we were just the first Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, there's a uh, really funny joke here. I can't say. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah <don't. laughs> Not Charizard, but. <laughs> oh, man. Dude, that's crazy. But would you? If what? you had the opportunity to have slaves, it was completely legit. The only people who were against it were the slaves. <laughs> <laughs> Mark just grabbed his microphone. <laughs> He's like, Mark, I'd like to chime in. <laughs> when I brought this up last week, I was racist. Like, what the fuck? How did the tides turn so You much? can't say it, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. No, no all right, I, would, so, I would diversify my slaves, though. You would diversify your yeah. slaves. You wouldn't make it a it's racial, a racial thing. thing. Yeah, it's not a race thing. It's like, hey, okay. where's your talents? Okay, so who would you have yeah. for picking, let's say, Because who's the most talented <laughs> at everything? <laughs> uh, it depends. I could be your math slave. That's about it. There we go. So okay. you're going to be math slave. Okay, math yeah. slave, done. Okay. So what do you? What does the math slave do? Just count all the other slaves to make sure they at work. Math slave, all forty-seven of them are here to count for. I think everything's good to go. Can I go to sleep now? Go. <laughs> no, nah, but for real, like, what would you do? How would you diversify your slaves? Go. So I'm definitely need Mexican slaves for building shit. Okay. Um, you need the. Jewish slaves for you know the accountant and keeping my billing and all that type of stuff. Jewish slave gonna take your whole shit. You better be careful, yo. (laughs) 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 Yeah, you about to get Sam Cook down this bitch. Sam Cook down here, bro. Who else? Italian slave for food. You might need an Italian slave for food. Definitely Mediterranean. Something Mediterranean for food. Food and pastries. I mean, we'll have a few different of them, like depending on the day of the week. Okay, we got to switch up the food. Okay, now here's the thing. We're not eating pasta every day. You're right, and that's smart. Here's the thing. You need to turn a profit or else you can't afford the slaves. Mm-hmm. 
what are you going to do? How are you going to turn a profit on these slaves? Right now, they're just serving you. You're going to need a profit. What are you doing? Mm, what's How are you expensive? paying for them? They're expensive. They're like cars. Well, they're Each not, one got a mortgage. Yeah, they're not expensive. <laughs> no, it's not. They were mad expensive back in the day. Well, yeah, you got to house them. You got to feed them. Health insurance, bro. <laughs> I mean... You have to pay their health care. You know how expensive health care is? For real. It's <laughs> the health care. <laughs> <laughs> you do it, then you got to sew them back up. Someone got to sew them back up. If they can't work, you lose money. All right. Right? <laughs> we come it dangerously close yeah, to the ally. Right, yeah, you coming, can't keep talking about how you pay out health care and then say slaves get health care. <laughs> Son, I got uncomfortable. I got uncomfortable. You got to pay them handsomely. You know what I mean? You got to put them in quarters. Yeah. You know, you got to pay for their lodging. Yeah, yeah. I just want to point out, I never said I would have them. <laughs> oh, you guys are the only ones just have leaving us out. Because, because I you, had my time. Because, okay. my people have had because by your definition, you might be able to take out the word wood. That's what you're saying. <laughs> you're talking about fucking giving them health care. And, no, well, you just got to have them utilize their talents. You know, film things for you. Now, y'all got real specific like you've been fantasizing about this shit. <laughs> <laughs> Not for real, though. You know, Akash. Uh, what would I do? Yeah. I need a few white slaves just to laugh at. So what would you make them do? Like, nah. try to Dougie. Yeah. It's like, dance, boy. <laughs> and Yo, see the uncoordinated yeah, ass trying to dance. That's actually more demeaning because if they were like, dance, boy, to a black guy, the white slave owners, they'd probably be like, he's really good, though. Yeah, right? it's like, he's going to dance his ass off. But you would be like, yo, you got to see this. It's so funny how bad he is. It would be even more cruel. There you go. Look how, look how he's off rhythm. Look at that. <laughs> He dance into the melody, this fucking idiot. He's trying to tap dance and looks like that shit stump. <laughs> <laughs> Remember that garbage movie? Yeah. <laughs> Something like play with garbage. Yeah, that was the richest shit ever. These uh, fucking guys playing trash cans. Right. Go to the subway station at Times Square. It's the same person there. Oh, yeah. yeah. Way better, too. Oh, fuck. Mm. Mm. All right, maybe we should start the episode. Anyway, guys, <laughs> um, listen, I, I didn't want to start like this. This was up to you guys. This is what happens when you get off the rails. Um, talking about off the rails, Jason Pierre-Paul was in a car accident. Did you... <laughs> Did you <laughs> did you guys say, wait before before I before I say anything about this? Did he die? Because I don't know if he died. Uh, I'm gonna be honest. I just got it was so funny. This guy ruined his career again in the off season. But but what happened to him? Because I do have he got, things I'd like to say, but I want to make sure he's alive. Let me get the exact amount of money that he spent on his car. Right, three hundred fifty thousand dollar Ferrari. Okay, he uh, wrecked it, and there's a picture of him wearing a neck brace, which is just kind of. Okay, but he's okay. But he's alive. Okay. Um, if you guys don't know who Jason Pierre-Paul is, uh, he's an NFL player. He uh, had a uh, uh, f- some fireworks blow up in his hands. Now his hand looks like ginger root. And, uh, <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> and, oh, and, and that's probably why he crashed the car because he couldn't hold on to the like fucking Groot. steering wheel. Yeah. <laughs> right? It's an Avenger-ass hand. It does. It does. So... Um, so and now he's gotten into yet another tragic situation. Yeah. I think that this guy. Do you think he's one of those people where it's like, uh, what was that movie where you can't escape death? Oh fuck! Final Fantasy. Fi- Final no, Final Destination. Destination. Final Destination. Yeah. Do you think that's what's happening with him? Yo, maybe, but I also think like so. Apparently, they don't suspect he was under the influence of drugs or alcohol. Was he under the influence of not having enough fingers to hold the wheel? That's my point. <laughs> he was driving a $350,000 Ferrari at 3 a.m. You know you can't control this powerful ass car the way you need to. You just like got this. Blood. Like yeah. this. You locked in like a sloth. 
<laughs> you can drive a three hundred thousand dollar car like this. You might stuff. as well have a fucking eagle behind the wheel, yo. Just talons. <laughs> what you doing, man? Get a fucking auto. Get a Tesla with autopilot. You gotta get a picture Where? up of this guy's hand. It's absolutely hilarious, dude. It's so funny. And he fucked up his you hand. You want to have sushi and then take a bite out of it in between each roll. And the story. <laughs> Look at that. Look at that. <laughs> Son, that oh, looked like that a cigar is, bar. That is. <laughs> looked like the ashtray at a cigar bar, yo. <laughs> So yeah. he fucked up his hand, which is why we also don't feel as bad for him. He fucked up his hand messing with fireworks. Mm. And right before everything happened, he took a oh. picture of his van full of fireworks on the 4th of July. And this was right after signing this massive contract. He just right? signed a big contract. Yeah. He was he, a huge factor in the Super Bowl. Like your whole life is ahead of you. And then you blow off your hand playing with thousands of dollars worth of fireworks. Does he have a ring? Did he win a ring? He did win a ring. He won a ring. He did win a ring. It's wait. gone. <laughs> the ring is gone. Yeah. I mean, it's in the lake. Somewhere yeah. with the firework. Yeah. <laughs> Made him a little more glittery, I guess. But uh, yeah, that's that's why it's just like, yo, man, why do you keep being reckless in the off season? You don't need no $350,000 Ferrari with one good hand. Yeah. Get a fucking driver. Enjoy that. Spend money on that. Yeah. Maybe I mean, I they're football it. players. Like, we can't yeah. assume they're smart. You can't. You really can't. You've we just got to start shaming football players into feeling insecure about their decision making so that they're that buttoned up no, about and, what they yeah, do. Yeah, and I used to think you were too hard on football players after signing this horrendous uh, bargaining agreement again that they signed. Uh, they just need to be shamed. You're right. They need to be shamed. You need to know you're fucking idiots. You know how, like, hot blonde girls have this insecurity that people are going to think they're dumb because yeah. most of them are dumb, yeah. right? We need that same thing to go to football players. Yeah. Because if you meet like a hot or even hot girls in general, if you meet a hot girl that's smart, she will she knows that you think that about her. And then she's making sure that she's like, well, read. She understands what's going on. She's like, I'm not going to be a stereotype yeah. that everybody thinks just because I'm hot. I'm going to be stupid. Right. And NFL players don't have that just yet. Yeah. So we need to bully them into realizing. it. Yeah. Like you show me some video or you retweet some video of Matthew Matthew Stafford doing math. He's incredible. Come on, bro. I don't think they're ever going to get. They're what? still making money. Matthew they're never, never going to have too. the need what? to f- be Why is smart. that not impressive? What? Why is that not impressive? He guessed. <laughs> it's a guess. Have you seen the video I retweeted of Matthew Stafford? Oh, when he did the The guy gives you two big ass numbers, like 6,525 by 4,100. I think that's and like a he formula just does it. for that shit. It I is. he just figured it it's out. It's called multiplication. No, no, no. But I mean like. <laughs> how you like, thought people did nah, math nah, nah, nah. before? <laughs> I don't think he's just multiplying into set. I'm pretty. Oh, there's sure a like, trick. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's a shortcut. Yeah, still impressive. Nah, not really. Still impressive. If you know a shortcut, it's not that impressive. So it's not as impressive. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I'm tired of these motherfuckers, bro. Guy, <laughs> good duck. No, because there's so there is some important shit. Nah, he's impressed. The fucking football player knows how to do math better than him. That's what. <laughs> he's impressed. You don't think so, that oh, shit? That's why you don't think that shit impressed me? You can't do math. Not like 25 that. times three. <laughs> God, he got that shit quick, son. This motherfucker is Asian, bro. You are fucking Asian. Uh, all right, let me do some more math to you, right? Yeah. All right, ready? Yeah. 76 divided by four. Uh, 19? I'm still figuring out. That's it. No, that's it. Yeah, there we go. 80 divided yeah, by four would it. be 20. Take away mm-hmm. four more. That's what I did. That was fucking good. 
All right, last one. Mad pressure right now. You ready? Mad pressure. It's going down. All this right, one's going go. down, okay. right? This mad is for pressure. your Indianness. Okay, mad You're pressure. not Indian. If you get okay. this wrong, you're okay. Bangladesh. All right. <laughs> All right, for real. You're Bangladesh if you get this wrong. Okay? Bangladesh. You're Bangladesh. All right, let's go. Okay, ready? <laughs> All right. 224. Mm-hmm. No, sorry. 244 squared. Ooh, fuck, yo. Stupid fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> fucking retard. Dude, you don't know this already? I know this shit. This is mad easy. Dumb fuck. 12. Damn, son. Come on, bro. 244. That's the square root. Yo. Yeah, and it's the square root of 144. I, I know what you would think. Damn, <laughs> I knew what he was oh, talking about. I was like, please, bro, he's not, he bro, got taken down. Please, he's not taking down. It's I should have corrected you because yeah, I knew no, that was what you were thinking. You got it wrong twice. I knew he was taking 144. I no. knew it. You meant square root and you meant 144. You Bangladeshi. <laughs> I'm retarded. <laughs> Matt, I, I knew. I, was I thought you were kidding me. I was like, this ain't easy, no, yo. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, yo, yo, this is how stupid I am. I went 224. No, no, no. <laughs> 244. <laughs> son, son. I was like, oh, I got him. Oh, I got him. I got this dumb motherfucker. No way he could come for me on 244. <laughs> Bro, bro, oh and then I started thinking in my head. I was like, "Wait, it's one times 12. <laughs> like I, st- I started doing the short math of it. I was like, "I don't know if it got that. I don't know if it gets that far." What's two forty four? What is that one? How the fuck were you gonna calculate that one? Zod, he was going. This yeah. was working. That shit was like, damn, bro. <laughs> Squared though. Yeah, that's, that's two forty four times two forty four. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's easy. Eight hundred sixty three thousand forty two nine. What was that? What was that? Let's go. Next segment. Come on, Jay Cutler. No. <laughs> 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 All right, guys, we gotta we gotta pay some bills. Akash, you know we gotta yep, pay some yep, bills yep. over here. This is very important. Um. Here's what you're doing during quarantine. You are wearing your basics. Simple as that. Oh, yeah, you are. You're wearing your basics, bro. You're yeah. not You're not out there trying to floss, flex. You're out there trying to be comfy, and you need the simple things that you are wearing every single day regardless. Mm. Those things should be comfortable, should they not be? Absolutely. They should be made with premium fabric, should they not? The best cotton. The best types of cotton. The best types of fabrics in general. Mm-hmm. And you need to make sure that you have them at a reasonable price. Absolutely. Matter of fact, maybe even a discounted price. Yeah. Mac Weldon, simple as that. Socks, shirts, underwear, hoodies. They got a rain jacket. It's simple as this. You have the highest quality fabrics, the most comfortable version of all the essentials that you could wear, that you're wearing every single day. Mm. This is not the thing that you're going to wear on your date as your outside garment because like, yo, I want to flex on these hoes today. That's not what this is about. Mm -hmm. This is what you're going to wear underneath Mm -hmm. that piece Mm -hmm. so that you're comfortable, so that you're warm. Yeah. All right. So that your girl doesn't look at you like you're stupid when you're underwear out. You got some uh, fucking hanes that are all tethered at the bottom and like uh, waffled out. It's mm. not what this is. It's not. It's not what's happening. MacWeldon.com. Make sure you treat yourself right, especially during this quarantine. Simple as that. You get all your men's essentials right there. Get the basics. Twenty percent off your first order if you use our promo code Flagrant. You need new underwear. You need new shirts. Just undershirts. Just go to MacWeldon. Simple as that.
MacWeldon.com. That's all you got to do. They have everything you possibly need. Now, um, Mac Weldon really does uh, value its loyal, loyal customers, and that's why they've created the Mac Weldon Blue Loyalty Program. Here's how it works. It's totally free. Level one, you place an order for any amount and never pay for shipping again. That sounds pretty good. Level two, once you purchase $200 worth of products from Mac Weldon, not only will you continue to receive free shipping, but you will also start saving 20% on every order you make for the first, sorry, for the next year. Okay. Whoa. Level two also grants you access to new products before they're released anywhere else, as well as free gifts and added, uh, that are added to the future orders. This is a no-brainer. You go to MacWeldon.com. You need some new underwear. You need some new socks. We know you've been running through them during this quarantine. You haven't bought anything new. Just go there right now. So Use you're telling me code. at a time when I'm sitting at home and I need comfortable clothes and I'm making less money, most likely, there's comfortable clothes at a discount? No-brainer. Perfect quarantine move. There we go. Now let's get back to the show. All right, Jay Cutler. Is, I don't know nothing about Kristen Cavalieri except her name. Uh huh. And she's on a reality show. Uh huh. And they got divorced. And this was people were going crazy on Twitter. Why do you I think they understand? got divorced? So that he didn't kill his whole fucking family when that CTE sets in. You don't think? You don't think this bitch was timing it? He just been in the fucking living room mumbling shit to himself, and she's you like, know, "You know, it's funny though. I think she probably got more money than him. I assume." Nah. nah. They were on a reality show. She was on the hills or whatever that shit yeah, was okay. when we were in school. Okay. And then um and then they uh they had their own reality show together. Mm. And then she made money through like, you know, various ventures, but he was making NFL contracts. This motherfucker was paid. So what? the way y'all spent your childhood, what? this is what you were watching when yeah. you were a kid. <laughs> yeah. What were you doing this whole time? Outside, riding doing a bike. What? Oh, riding bikes. Huh? Yeah. What were you riding you know, a bike? Now he's just riding. Did you bikes. ride it with your arms? Why your legs look like that? <laughs> 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 son, 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 upside to, down. You, you know, know why we had to stay inside? Because people like you were outside. <laughs> that's why. Okay, that's why we were inside. Hey, that's when New York was a great place, man. So New York Fuck was it. wild. You think that New York was more dangerous before Corona? Way more dangerous. Like just being out, like was in the nineties. Like, yeah. yeah. Before ninety nine, New York was the shit. It was yeah, it might have been the shit, but it was way more dangerous. They didn't tell us to stay inside. You weren't safe inside either. Somebody they, come take someone your would shit. come to your house and rob your Corona, fucking house. Go on and just stay inside. You're fine. You stay inside. There was a fucking citywide panic pandemic. Yeah, but a little danger is fun. I'm not against it. <laughs> I'm just saying we making a big deal about this corona shit for no reason. I'm so tired of this. <laughs> I'm so tired of this. Is the curve flat? Yeah, Akash. Is the curve flat? Now you Akash, start, Mr. Flat in the you curve. You can start opening shit up slowly. Al and I were talking about this because he yeah. listens to The Daily. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> Akash lets Al listen to The Daily and then absorbs all that shit. So he kind of listens to The Real Daily. Talk, all the news I get is from motherfuckers who watch the news. <laughs> I swear to God, yo, I don't be looking up news like that. You're just that. playing news telephone I'll be doing here. topics, and I check ESPN and TMZ. Yo, I mean, and the real news I get from motherfuckers who watch news. Yo, can I be honest, though? Our kinds of topics have been on fire lately. Yeah. Yeah. Your topics used to be trash. It used to be like just like you go to the first four things on ESPN and bring it. Yeah. And then once we're like, yo, mix it up with like the random stories, you were coming with kind of hey, heat. Yeah, you know why? Because like, he started going to TMZ. Yo, TMZ's <laughs> TMZ Twitter be having the topics, yo. <laughs> it's having the topics. <laughs> and I know when our guys don't read the story, because it'd just be like, UFOs? Question mark, question mark, question mark. 
Why are you adding question marks? Well, just tell us what's happened with the UFO. Because that's, that's a real news story, and y'all are my source for news. <laughs> he basically threw it out here like, yo, y'all heard about this? Yo, or what? I'm going y'all to educate me on this so I can get a take after you tell me what's going on on the daily. Before, so, maybe we should have waited until tomorrow's the podcast, episode. Before huh? the podcast, he's like, oh, you, you watch the news? Like, yeah, what's going on with the UFOs? <laughs> yo, real talk. That's why I put questions like, you saw that yet? I don't even Son, pretend to know. Come on. Y- y'all already know what that UFO shit is. Don't front. We, I think we had the same idea. I tried to read it, but... Here's the other thing. I think I need somebody to dumb it, it down is? for me. What do you think? I already know what it is. But what do you think it Distraction. is? Distraction. Huh? Distraction. Nope. <laughs> Go, Al. What do you think it is? <laughs> what, Al? Go, Al. How do you think? What do you think it is? <laughs> I agree with Akash. <laughs> Sheep. Oh boy. Y'all are sheep, bro. Oh, I thought you were saying it was sheep. No. It's <laughs> like flying like, sheep. Oh, Someone's counting sheep. Nah, son. All right. Yo, is yo red pill. Do you want right to know quick. what it is? Red pill us right I'll quick. tell y'all what it is. Kim uh, Jong Un's spirit. That's Kim Jong motherfucking oh, Un. Yes. Oh yes, son. That's Kim. <laughs> Kim Jong Un coming back. These red pill motherfuckers. Son, son they Kim Jong Un was level, dead. Son. He was dead. He went out to the. Galaxy. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Keep going. Got it back. <laughs> Got it back. <laughs> okay. Came back with a quickness before they gave his sister the fucking reins. Bro, that makes sense. Which Korea is closest to space? The North World. <laughs> the North. When you're not going to go to space from South Korea? That's so far, bro. That shit is way further. You got to go through South North. Yeah. Exactly. Unless you go under it, Columbus style. <laughs> eh, eh, eh. <laughs> First of all, y'all know that's bullshit because the earth is flat. So it's just going up either way. Earth's not flat. Kim Jong's face is. (laughs) 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 No, in all seriousness, that's Kim Jong Un. Oh, word. Yo, you can't hold him down, bro. Yo, my man. You cannot stop him. Bro, what does UFO stand for? Un. Identified. Fucking object. <laughs> <laughs> Unidentified flying object. Boom. Unidentified object. <laughs> Yo. Oh, flying is better than fucking. <laughs> I was trying to find out what the acronym would be. I was like, un fucking object, bro. That's a great name for that shit. <laughs> nah, but in all seriousness. Un is back, baby. <laughs> is he? Are you sure? Because you, you can't kill what's already dead. Oh, <laughs> sure? shit. You said, are you sure? Like, you yeah. know. Yeah, I know. He know. He's saying it like he knows. Yo, I know. <laughs> Kim Jong-un is back. Why you say that? <laughs> yeah. Well. You think it's coincidence that he came back the same day the Rodman shit dropped? Mm-hmm. Mm. That, yo. Un, un, un. <laughs> 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 Dude, think about it, bro. Can I be honest? When Al plays that sound effect, the joy that goes through his body oh, is like so in his soul. Oh, yeah. It's like it's in his soul. Sign up a DJ in that one second. <laughs> that one in particular, though, you get so fucking giddy. Oh, man. But in all seriousness, you can't stop Kim Jong un. He's going to be here forever. That's what he is. I'm, yo, I mean, yeah, he got to be around forever. He's Asian. He's Asian. 104. That's my motherfucking guy. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Shout out to Un, bro. We might have to go to North Korea. He's numero uno, yo. Yo, real <laughs> talk. Think about it. Think about it. Should we go to North Korea? We could do that. Could we? I'd go. You could go. There's trips. I'd go. Rodman came back. 
Yeah, but that's Rodman, yo. Son. What's the have difference? Have you seen Rodman? Kim Jong-un loves Rodman. What if we go there and then we win his heart? We could try to win his heart. I think we, we can send him some videos. I bet if we send him this video, he'd be like, you know what? These guys are all right. Mm-hmm. You just got to scour the rest of your shit. Make sure there's no jokes about the man. I think that he could take a joke. I think that he has an exceptional sense of humor. That's, this, is where I, this is where I thought trends diverge. Really? You think he has an exceptional trend? I think he has an exceptional okay, sense go. of humor. Go. Quite a funny prank he played on us. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> right? It's not. It was pretty good. As far as pranks go, it was faking your good. own death is pretty good. That's it. He was just playing peekaboo. Yo, that's a great political leader to fake your own death. Son, that's Machiavelli. Will, sometimes mm. you got to do that to see how much the people really fuck with you. You know what I mean? You fake your own death and you see all your mans right there that said they loved you. And then they're out there like, nah, fuck that guy. I'm glad he's dead. His sister's way better. Oh, word? Uh. Oh, word? Young Tom Sawyer on it. That's it. Was that Huckleberry Finn or Tom? I can't remember, bro. I think it's Huck Finn, I think. I think my man Hux did that to him. Hux was chilling at his own funeral. Yo, Hux was chilling, watching it go down. Huckleberry Finn. Huckleberry Kim, bro. Huckleberry Kim is Huckleberry Kim out here, dog. Yo. Hey. Let, all I got to say is the guy's ahead of his time. <laughs> Yo, man. Listen. <laughs> listen. Put some respect on him. That's all I'm trying to say. Put hey. a little bit of respect. Try to see it from his eyes. <laughs> that's hard to do. <laughs> yeah, that's all right. Ready? I just <laughs> fuck with him because he drinks honey. He's on the Henny he walk. He has the Henny coming in. Maybe he's a big hip-hop fan. Maybe his wife faked his own death. He listened to Tupac Machiavelli, Ooh. and he's like, you know what? I want to do this. Hey, Biggie, born again. Oh, to, shit. Life after death. Oh, he, he about shit. to drop that double disc. Oh, man. <laughs> you know Yo. that's coming. I'm just saying, guys, if anybody got to connect to Kim Jong-un, holler at us, because we want to talk to him. Oh, also, another thing that we should tell everybody real quick. Um, first of all, if you guys see the plaque in the back, that flagrant 200,000 subscriber plaque, let's go. Thank y'all. Thank you. We hit that shit because of y'all. That was amazing. The speed that we were able to get to that. Um, also flagrant Two Instagram, fuck Instagram have been, uh, they took down our page. Yeah. Some fucking cornball hacked our page and they messed it up. So we're going to start another one. What's another one? I think we might do same handle because it's available. Can we? We can. Okay, so let's choose that right today. now so yeah. people can subscribe because I'm about to tell them. It right yeah. I bet. So <laughs> it'll be flagrant two pod. Yeah, flagrant two pod. Let me just let's make sure I get it. Before. Okay, we'll verify in yeah. a second. But basically, yo, go to Instagram. Get us back to where we were, man. If you're listening right now, I know you got your phone right next to it. Just go subscribe to our shit, man. We really appreciate that. We were at you know a lot of followers there before, and it's easy for us to push out more content through those. And it just makes you look legit. You know, you say you got a podcast, don't even have an Instagram account, you look kind of crazy. So. Yo, we should use it as our finsters. And so all of us say wild shit off it, but you don't know who's speaking. So. Oh. <laughs> so that we can get anything off and nobody knows. Nobody knows who said it. Yeah. Ooh, these M-words going to fly. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, I might drop, drop a cracker in there once or twice. <laughs> I'm, okay. I'm okay with that. Um, also, I got to say thank you, man. We hit a million, uh, million subs, man, on uh, the Andrew Schultz. Uh, YouTube page so everybody that helped us get there yeah um, thank you guys so much for doing it man that's massive that's a massive move right there for independent media um, real independent media huge 
But that's uh, crazy. A million yeah. subscribers is crazy. It's, it's wild, man. It was an accomplishment. I felt amazing about Alex. Thank you so much for being on this journey with thank me, man. You, I appreciate man. you so much, Mark. Thank you so much for being on this journey with me, man. Thank you guys so much. And Greg Schultz, man, you got you started it with me, so I got to shout out my brother Greg Schultz. And um, yeah, man, it was just such a cool thing to have happen. A million fucking subscribers, man. That is that is unreal. So next step, ten million. Keep on doing it. <laughs> Keep on checking it. We got some cool content coming out on there. And um, yeah, if you haven't checked it out already, go check out the, uh, I think we're going to call it Schultz or the Andrew Schultz Show or Andrew Schultz Show or something like that. We got these cool rants that we've been doing. Um, it's like, uh, you know, the things that you would see like Trevor Noah or John Oliver doing, but actually but funny. funny. Yeah. Okay. Got it. <laughs> I, didn't think you'd, I think you'd say it's all going to say it for you. Yo, we are at Flagrant Two Pod number two. The number two. Yeah, yeah. P O D. Flagrant Two Pod. So make sure you go follow uh, follow that and go check it out, man. We were doing these rants and we just felt like, you know, we were sitting around. We we're like, yo, man, you can't even trust anything these motherfuckers say. You know, it's like every time I watch one of these motherfuckers talk or do their little rants, I'm like, you don't feel that way. This is how the corporation you work for has told you to feel, and. We're in this time where like news is so fucking biased and information in general is so fucking biased. And I just feel like, you know, we just sat down. We're like, why don't we just do this? But funny, but not have anybody telling us what we can or can't talk about who we can or can't talk about. And we released a couple and they just fucking exploded, man. It was unreal. So I think there is a need for it in the market. The same way when we started flagrant too, there was a need to kind of push back against the phony political correctness and I feel like that same phoniness exists in the information that they feed us. So we're going to say fuck all that and we're going to body these motherfuckers, put our foot in their goddamn necks. Mm. You ready, Al? Mm, Mark, go. you ready? Yeah. Akash, you ready? Hell yeah. Mm. <laughs> all right, Mark son. is such a. <laughs> yeah, no. What'd he say? I don't know. He's like, Mark, you ready? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, we're gonna okay. Take on. Let's get back to the show. <laughs> um, there was a big uh, NFL draft. Uh, gosh, how did you feel about this? You were bullish Yo, on it? the NFL, is they're the GOATs, man. It's okay. the GOAT league. They're the fucking winners all the time. And honestly, we should stop hating on them and respect it. Okay. Because they're just the best. Why? Everybody else during quarantine is David Stern, cancel games. One guy got corona. Adam Silver. Fine. Adam Silver. Yeah, Adam, yeah, Silver. Yeah. Adam Silver. Cancel games. We're not doing it. Whatever, I get it. But then you have nothing. Pussy. Nothing. Pussy. Roger Goodell was like, nah, man, we're going to do this. We're going to do this. We're not going to endanger anybody, but we're going to do this. You're not going to get your normal pro day where you go see whoever. Go like this. Keep I, going. I didn't get it. You got oh, it. it. Now you're good. You're not going to get your normal pro day where you get to go see every prospect, whatever. But y'all, we're going to have this fucking draft. Yeah. There's a drought of content. We could put out content. And they did a draft where everybody's like the whole, normally you have like a war room for the NFL draft, what a team does, where like all the coaches are in one room and they're deliberating players and you have the whole clock. They was like, no, we're not going to do that. You're going to Zoom each other. And then we're going to Zoom in our picks just like SportsCenter's been doing. And not only did they have massive ratings, like day three of the draft, which is where you're getting players most people have never heard of. They usually get like four or five, maybe six million viewers on day three of a draft. This year, they had 8.5 million. Whoa. Massive. And everybody loved the format. They were like, yo, this is honestly low-key better. Why? Why is it better? Because it's just not as much fucking bullshit. I didn't watch because I don't watch the draft. I'll listen to the ticket because I'm just like, I don't care about fucking seeing fans every time you come back from commercial. This time, there was none of the bells and whistles. Yeah. Just, hey, here's the pick. Roger Goodell announces it. It's also funny because he's not used to announcing past the first round. But he did the whole thing this time, which is like, 
If you add it up, it's like 24 hours and three days, probably. Right. He's fucking drunk by the end of the second night. Legitimately, everybody thinks he's drunk. I sent you a topic mm. where people are looking into it. Yeah. Um, and it's just no bullshit. Then as soon as the pick comes in, the analysts talk about it, and then they're done. The one thing that was apparently annoying is like they would have a sob story for pretty much every prospect. Like when he was four years old, his yeah, father yeah, died of shit. leukemia, yeah, yeah, yeah. and they got the piano. Other than that, everybody's like, yo, this is the best it's ever been to the point that it's kind of a problem for the NFL because they make a lot of money going from city to city and doing the draft. Mm. I went when it was in Philly because wife used to live out there and I I was like, let's go. Hundreds of like thousands of people there making money, but everybody likes this better. Right. So in the quarantine, not only did you put out a product that people like, they like it better. Your ratings are record high. You'll make more money doing this though. I think you could make more money because you're not spending anything. More people are watching. You don't even need a studio. Double like, ratings, no cost, and you air all five rounds of it instead of just one or two, what they would do originally. Yeah, you know, they always aired all rounds, but the first round, the first night is round one. Right. The second night is round two and three. Right. And then the third night is rounds four through seven, which- My is, assumption is that the, the viewership would start to drop off. It does, and it still does. Right. But every night, I'm pretty sure they set records, and the third night was like, the third day was like- I'm a big football fan, big draft fan, and I'll go live my life and keep up. But a lot of people were just fucking tuned in this time. I love it. Because there's nothing else to do. I love it. And the NFL saw that and they said, we're going to go win. There's a go, go. The NBA, I get you got to cancel a season. I don't want to call them cucks. That shit is so pussy. I'll call them cucks. (laughs) We had to cancel shows. So they got 10 times more. What's that got to do with it? (laughs) (laughs) What's that got to do with it? (laughs) <laughs> it's just a lot of idiot. people very close together yes so what if so one possi- NBA- look how high the ceiling is <laughs> <laughs> if one nba player dies or gets seriously ill it's a wrap these are the people most likely to survive corona they have the best cardio they're in great shape yeah, how are they gonna die of corona never know you know the real issue is because these fucking idiots can't stop fucking bitches and flying them in that's if if these fucking idiot athletes didn't stop if they just stopped flying bitches in and fucking them this would not be an issue they could just put them in a hotel they could all hang out in the hotel none of them would get corona if they did they'd still be healthy everything would be fine so now you're asking for a lot so I know <laughs> you're I'm just saying for a lot, we so. could I'm just annoyed because we could have sports if with they could no just keep audience. their dicks out of these bitches for a couple months and we should no have no audience with no yeah I'm with that and I'll also say this you know what you could have done to fill the time the draft. College basketball season's already canceled. You're not going to have your fucking combine. You don't have time for any of that. Why don't you just do the draft? You got all the tape you're going to have. Give us something. You gave us nothing. NFL said, all right, this is not the season, but we're going to carry forward with the normal draft. You don't need to do all the work. And most people had a better draft. Most teams, because normally you see a guy a thousand times, you you just overanalyze. And if you look at everybody's draft like grades after, this year, outside of the Eagles, they're mostly pretty good. Yeah. Because you can't overthink it. I got to see this guy on tape, and that's all I need to go on. Yeah. NBA could have done the same shit, and you didn't. And the NFL wins. And I'm tired of feeling sorry for players. Y'all signed that shitty-ass collective bargaining agreement. Yeah. Nobody took it to a lawyer. I'm done feeling sorry for you. That's it. This, they're, the, they're the GOAT league, and they're yeah. continuing to be the GOATs. Yeah. All right, guys. It's time to pay some bills here. Now, uh, the good people over at Radix Remedies... Uh, have been absolutely amazing. They've done some incredible stuff during this uh, lockdown. Obviously, they're fulfilling the needs. And if you guys are new listeners, you don't know this yet. So we'll tell you they're fulfilling the needs of uh, all the people out there that need hand sanitizer. They found mm-hmm. out that the machines that are making CBD um, 
oil can be used to make hand sanitizer. They flipped up their business and they started putting out the hand sanitizers and donating a bottle to essential workers for everyone that's purchased. I thought that was an admirable that's thing so to dope. do. So fucking dope. Shouts to the Radix crew. Um, also, they're still making the best CBD on the planet and they're still putting in the best different way, in the best um, consumable ways. In my opinion, you got the... You got the joints right here. These are the pre-rolls. They roll these for you. They send them out. It has the actual CBD flower, so it feels like you're smoking weed. I got high off it. Yes, you did. Yeah. And you hit it up again. I did. See? I did. Akash is an addict. It's over. So they got that. They also have the gummies. They got the melatonin. Bro, that shit puts me out. If you're having a hard time sleeping, man, be careful with these things because they will give you the best night of sleep of your life, and that can be addictive, so be careful, but they got them. They got them sleep gummies. Uh, they got the tincture, which is, I think, another way of saying. Uh, it's like a liquid you put on your tongue or you can just take it. The drops, yes, right? The drops. Yeah, yeah, so they do the drops. I mean, every different way that you could do CBD, they have it. I know it's a stressful time. You might be anxious. You could smoke a little CBDJ. You could calm down without getting super high. You could still get the things done you need to get done. If you're going to cop some CBD, you do it with the number one uh, flagrant two supported brand which mm. is cbd this is our cbd brand and that is radix remedies so go to radixremedies.com r-a-d-i-x remedies.com and you use our promo code and you will get that's right you will get a 10 percent discount on your entire order that's radixremedies.com slash flagrant you get that 10 percent discount um make sure you go do it man go check it out great guys over there have a great business they're trying to do the right thing during this time and they should be rewarded man now let's get back to the show yeah i just feel like we could be having every sport right now if these athletes weren't fucking idiots yeah without without fans i i would I'm with you don't you. need the fans there none of us are going to the games anyway i know we're watching it on tv and so just play the fucking game mm -hmm. on tv and don't fly bitches in and everybody's fine. But if you start flying bitches in, one of these fucking idiot girls is going to have corona. And then she's going to go fly to another team. Or she's going to go back to her fucking uncle's house. Her uncle's going to end up dying. And she's going to blame it on, you know, Draymond Green or something like that. And then all of a sudden the season's over. If you could just isolate in a fucking hotel and we knew everybody didn't have corona there, it'd be fine. It's stupid that we don't have we don't have a basketball season because these guys can't fuck not fuck girls. That's the only reason. And it would be more fun, I think. It'd be cool to watch the playoffs with no fucking just once with no fans in the stands. Like just them playing for the stakes of that game. That'd be kind of dope to watch. Mm. I would love to see how they respond. There's no home court advantage anymore, which is kind of cool. Like you're all in one hotel. Yeah. One seed versus eight seed. The all amount right. of the amount of fights we would see though, if all these motherfuckers are backed up and having fucked. It'd be the best competition. That should be the nineties. This would be great. People would actually swim. Uh not swim. Swing. 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 Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but they'd actually swing at each other, not all this pump faking bullshit. Yeah. They'd yeah. get in each other's face, like, let's go. Yeah, yeah we now yeah, now they're hostile. Oh, it'd be so fun. That shit would be so fun. It's just it enrages me, bro. I think I had too much coffee. That should just, <laughs> that should just fucking hit me right there. Yeah. But but yeah, it's like we could easily have a fucking season, man. Let's have a fucking season. What are we doing? Why is Adam Silver such a pussy? Only four people can be at the practice facility at one time. What is going to happen? What is the worst case scenario? Listen. Did a 20-year-old gets corona and then he's back a week later? If you got an old coach, don't let him go. Simple as that. Put a mask on, coach. There's a way to do it. There's a way to do it. And 
If you don't want to have fans there, cool. You want to go to the hotel, cool. What, Al? <laughs> At the very least, he could I give us a draft. I know you're saying that, okay, because they're young and healthy, they should be able to beat it. But there are still some, very few, but there are some young, healthy people that still die from no, it. No, So I don't the moment it. one basketball player dies, that organization's like, this is your fault for continuing the season. No, that's valid. Worth even it. middle ground. <laughs> That shit is worth it, bro. That shit is worth it. I can't watch no more videos on the Fed. I can't. I need I need some basketball. Thank God for that. I, I can't yeah, watch it. Yeah, no honestly, we need basketball no back. Oh, I can't do more conspiracy yeah, I theories. I can't I deal with it. Yo, Guys, I'm, I'm too Andrew's deep so in the deep fucking into rabbit conspiracy hole. Theories, he's, he's Ain't no rabbits in the fucking hole, bro. <laughs> I'm searching for him. Son, he's so deep, he's getting racially progressive. Yes, what does that mean? I love Sam it. Cook. Woo! I can't believe what they did to Sam Cook, I man. I love it. I it's love fucked that. fucked up. White man got him. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Know, that's what it's doing to you, yo. We love it. This is not the Andrew I know. I thought Sam Cook is white. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he was a white guy trying to help out black people. <laughs> hey, you keep thinking that. Yes. Yes. <laughs> now, Sam Cook is the shit, yo. Listen, go check out Sam Cook. That what, motherfucker what was the knows documentary what's going on. That Say you what? Watched? What was the documentary that you watched? It's called uh, The Two Killings of Sam Cook or something like that. Uh, okay. On and Netflix? It's on Netflix. Right. And it's pretty good. It's pretty good. I'm not going to say it's fucking amazing. It's pretty good. But, but Sam he, Cook is amazing. Sam Cook is amazing. And he's just got a fascinating story. Mm. And if they ever try to take me out, it'll be for that kind of stuff. <laughs> I promise you. If they ever try to get your boy Schultz out of here, if I die of like a super random death, they took me out. Well, Same Sam Cook. Why did style. he get taken out? Say again? Why did he get taken out? Because this guy challenged the um, record industry. And he was trying to empower these artists, man. He was trying to empower artists. And they fucking took his Black ass out. Black artists in particular. Black artists in particular. But I think it sets a precedent for all artists. Like if he brings black artists together, then I think all the rock artists start going, oh shit, we should do that shit too. So it's like he was about to be the first domino. Mm. You know, mm-hmm. and they bodied that motherfucker and they tried to act like he was the one trying to rape a girl. Like they flipped the whole thing on him, man. It's unbelievable. And now his legacy's fucked because I was listening to his music and I'm like, wait, why is this guy? Why don't we talk about Sam Cooke in the same way that we talk about any other amazing artist from back in the day? Like this guy had bangers. I mean, hit after, hit after hit after <laughs> <laughs> hit. Like I was thinking about that shit with... um. It's like now everybody who history looks uh, upon poorly, I'm a little curious, mm. right? Now I'm not talking about Hitler and these motherfuckers, right? But like I'm looking e- even like an Andrew Jackson, like President Andrew Jackson, right? They're like, oh my God, Andrew Jackson is such a racist, is a horrible guy, right? And I'm like, all of the presidents were racist back then. They all had slaves. You can't be more racist than having slaves. Like mm. until Abraham Lincoln, they were all racist, mm-hmm. yeah, right? He, also, he killed two races. Say again? He killed two races. Let me, let me tell you something. You think them white people that own slaves were like, these Native Americans got some nice fucking hats. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? Like, they would have Native American slaves if they could. They just yeah. couldn't. Yeah, but maybe they weren't killing them as actively. Son, they were out there killing them. You just didn't know. Mm. Right? I'll, there was my, no Native American News Network. My perception of Andrew Jackson <laughs> is history looked at him differently in the last like 15, 20 years. That's like, the, I remember being young and nobody cared. Put it like this. The motherfuckers that write history, yeah. right? The winners write history. Like yeah. the way we look at World War II is America's the savior. We did it all. We 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 were the ones that conquered them. Without us, they would have been fucked this, that, the other. We came in there, saved the day. Nobody goes, oh shit, 25 million Russians died in World War II. 
Mm. Like most people don't even know that. Most people know six million Jews died in World War Two, and nobody knows twenty five million Russians. And that motherfucker just even know that. froze to death. That's crazy. Yeah. Most of them just froze. I didn't know that part. But Son, so it's like, but the way that you craft history is you got to make yourself look great if you won. Mm. Yeah. Right. And that's how we should. Yeah. Because hell yeah, let's go. Why shouldn't we be the winners? Why shouldn't we come and save the day? And we did do some heroic shit. I'm not saying we didn't. But now I'm looking back at history and I'm like, oh shit, why do I? Why are we supposed to hate? Why are we supposed to hate Andrew Jackson? What the fuck did he do? Of course, he's the guy who shut down the banks. Mm -hmm. He got the central bank the fuck out of here. Mm -hmm. And they remembered him very poorly because of it. And then I look at Sam Cooke and I'm like, wait a minute. I know all these songs. I'm literally listening to Sam Cooke on Spotify. My girl just put it on. We're just hanging around. She's cooking. We're just relaxing. And every song is a banger. I'm like, yo, who the fuck is this guy? And she's like, Sam Cooke. He's like, amazing. I'm like, wait, what? I know every song, but I don't know Sam Cooke. That's weird. Mm -hmm. And we start Googling Sam Cooke and Wikipedia, and I'm like, they're like, very sketchy death. And I'm like, uh-oh. We put on the Netflix. I hit up Van Van Lathan and Charlemagne. I'm like, yo, is Sam Cooke the best musician ever? What's going on? He goes, yo, he's up there. You should check out the documentary on Netflix. They got this motherfucker out of here and tainted his legacy forever, dude. Like, that's some crazy shit. Mm. Mm. I'm saying we got to be skeptical of the, over other people they tell us to hate, bro. So the next one, <clears throat> I told you it's uh, it's called "What Happened, Miss Simone." Yeah, yeah, on Nina Simone. Check out that. Yo, Nina that Simone, shit is real. That, that hey man, she amazing songs. Yeah, amazing songs. A little rough on the face. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting. Everybody was waiting. <laughs> so, so, amazing music. She looked like Charla. Amazing music. <laughs> Nina the God, bro. Real Dark skin Charla, light skin Charla. Both. <laughs> <laughs> so Nina was out here struggling. Oh, All man. due respect. All due respect because the music is amazing. Oh my God. All due respect because the music is amazing. But it was, you know, it was a different time. That was a different time. It was a different time. It was a different time. Was you know what I mean? Time. It was a different. You were just listening to the music. <laughs> Ain't no music videos. You know what I'm saying? It was a different time. Oh, boy. <laughs> uh, that's the thing. We don't need to hear these fat bitches talking about how hard it is to be fat and be a musician. There was ugly bitches making music way before you. You know these fat bitches? What's that fat bitch name? Which one is so Adele? Many. The singing bitch. Adele. Uh, the black Adele. Lizzo. Lizzo. Oh. <laughs> I knew. <laughs> but like, we don't need to hear how hard it is for you. There have been ugly people making music for years. It's weird when we hear how hard it is for you and then everybody celebrates you for being fat. I, I just so don't we, get I feel it. like you got to pick one at this point. Pick one. It's either hard to be fat or we all celebrate. If, you, if it's hard to be fat, we could judge you for being fat. And that proves that it's hard to be fat. Boom. If but it's if it's beautiful not, to be fat... It was hard and now it's great. So, you're, you know, it's cool. That's great. Pick a now side. Now celebrate it and you're good. Hmm. Unbelievable, this shit. Of course, she would try to have her cake and eat it too. Ain't <laughs> 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 that some Lizzo shit to do? Probably Red Velvet, the bitch. <laughs> what is it about? Like, I'm. What is it about that is annoying? Is that it? Is it like you're? Is you're literally trying to have your cake and eat it too? Is like you're trying to be a victim and you're using the victimhood to be celebrated? I think that's what is. Yeah, I think that's what bothers. And so I it's think one or the other for seeing us. Everybody jump on board and be like, "Oh, it's so amazing! I miss her. I love her." No, you don't. Like, you don't have to do this. They're only doing it so that they can look progressive. So they can look progressive. It's the same shit where Howard Stern said, uh, Gab Gabrielle Sidibe, Precious, he was mm -hmm. like, she needs to lose weight. Everybody's celebrating her 
being like big like this, she's not going to have the career she would have if she was 200 pounds skinnier. Yeah. It's, uh, from what I understand, that's basically what he said. Mm. And everybody jumped on his down his throat and fuck Howard Stern. She's been, been in how many movies since? Mm. Couple? Tower Heist or whatever with uh, Eddie Murphy and Ben Stiller. Probably one or two others I can't think of. That's yeah. it. That's because all the fat bitches in movies are played by black men. <laughs> 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 right like if Tyler you need Perry. A, Tyler Perry Martin Lawrence if you need a fat bitch in a, in a movie bro uh-huh. a, a male black actor is gonna take that role son uh-huh. she been the fat bitch in less movies than Tyler Perry Eddie Murphy Eddie Murphy oh Norbit Norbit Nutty Professor Nutty Professor son Fat black bitches can't get no roles out here. And they got all the roles out here. <laughs> <laughs> Real talk. Yo, maybe uh, Lizzo got a point. Yo. Dude, is- you think Eddie Murphy took more jobs from black actors than any other person? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, he might have, though. Oh, my God. I was talking about representation so, of Hollywood. He played eight black people son. in the movie, bro. Yo, it's like he made Chappelle famous. He made Rock famous. He's like, I got to cut this shit out. <laughs> it might not be an Eddie Murphy no more. He just started playing all the roles. Son, the same thing with Robin Williams. Robin Williams would voice all the characters in the cartoons oh, yeah. with Aladdin and shit. It's like, oh. can motherfuckers get some work out here? Robin? <laughs> That's so true. You got you gonna steal people's jokes and their roles, (laughs) dude. That's a great fucking point. Oh my god, they probably took them out. Yo, yo, don't steal jobs from white people, son. They took them out and brag about it, bro. His name was Robin. That's (laughs) what we're saying, bro. Holy shit! Now we're on to. Do you think that's why they threw the tranny at at, at, uh, Eddie? Oh, that's why he had. Oh, oh no, that's why he had shit. to start doing his own roles because he was putting too many black people on. Put Rock on, put Chappelle on, put Martin on. You know what? Uh, let's get this guy out of here. Mm. Mm. Oh mm. no, I, I I think it's the other way. I think the black actors like wait a minute, he's doing all the characters in the movies and our roles aren't there no more. We got to get him out of here. Black Go get him with the train. Together to conspire, yo, come on. Black people don't come. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what happened just right there, son? Did Kim Jong Un just possess so you? Bro? I think he might have. Are you bro. possessed by Kim Jong Un? I think he might. I think I got MK Ultra. <laughs> Yo, what would happen if you got possessed by Kim Jong Un, bro? I don't know, dude. That'd be crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Wear some sick ass fits. <laughs> uh, but wait, in all seriousness, what were we just saying? I don't remember. Oh, Eddie Murphy was tranny. Oh, yeah. Do you think that's a possibility? Yeah. Oh, black people conspiring to come together. Yeah. Do black people conspire to come together? Akash says no. I don't know. I haven't been. Uh, I haven't been brought in. You haven't been brought into the to the meetings. Yeah. Oh, maybe the Jay Z. <laughs> what about yeah. Doctor Umar <laughs> What's up, everybody? We're gonna pay some bills now. This is uh, the reality. People are you know, searching for money. You're searching for money anywhere you can. Maybe you've been furloughed or furloughed, whatever yeah. that is. Maybe you've been laid off. Who knows? Uh, maybe you work in the service industry. You can't get those tips that you usually get to support you. Uh, start selling some things around the house. Now, if you start selling some things around the house, selling some things that you don't use, um, you could have a pretty lucrative business. Mm-hmm. But you need to organize that thing. Mm-hmm. How are you going to organize it? How are you going to organize all those shipping labels? How are you going to make sure all those packages are going to the places that you want them to go to? I'll tell you how. Ship station. Simple as that. Ship station. Okay. As folks adapt to this changing world, we are all going to be buying more stuff online than ever. And if you're an e-commerce seller, you have to be ready to meet the demands of the new delivery culture. 
Okay, you can do that with ShipStation. Everything is delivery right now, is it not? Everything. You're not going to the store to buy the jeans. You're getting them shits delivered. Everything is delivery. Simple as that, okay? So be ready for it. ShipStation. When you're selling online, getting a lot of orders out can be uh, can be tough. Simple as that. It can be tough. How do you keep track of who's getting what? What shipping carrier you should use? Are you getting the best rates? You use ShipStation.com. And you will make sure that it is the fastest, easiest, and most affordable way to manage your ship orders. Just a few clicks and you'll be managing your orders, printing out labels, and getting your product to happy customers. ShipStation makes it easy. Simple as that. It helps online sellers of any size get orders out quickly, save money on shipping costs, and keep customers happy. No matter what you're selling, doesn't matter, Amazon, Etsy, your own website, ShipStation brings all the orders into one simple interface, making them really easy to manage from any device, even your cell phone, all right? ShipStation works with all of the major carriers, including USPS, FedEx, UPS, even Amazon Fulfillment, so you can compare and choose the best shipping solution for you and your customer. They even offer big discounts on shipping costs. Now, any business can access the same postage discounts that are usually reserved for large Fortune 500 companies. Do you understand that? You are going to get the discounts that the big companies have, all right? You'll always know that you are getting the best deal. ShipStation, number one choice of online sellers. You'll ship more in less time with the best rates. Now, here's the deal. Right now, our listeners right here at Flagrant 2, ShipStation, they can use it for free for 60 days. All you got to use is the offer code FLAGRANT. Make sure your business is ready to meet the demands of delivery culture. Get started at ShipStation.com today. Use that offer code FLAGRANT. All right, let's get back to the show. Dr. Lamar Johnson is the GOAT, bro. Yo, what? That motherfucker is Why? the GOAT. So did I you have see no the clip? on him. Did which you clip? see the clip? Oh my god! So, which bro. clip is the question? Oh my that's, god, that's the funny dude! Part. He is the funniest motherfucker. Unintentionally funny. Yeah. He is the most unintentionally funny human being that I've ever seen in my entire life. There is a clip. I got this shit on my phone, yo. There's a clip of him giving these conferences. He does these gives these conferences where he basically just takes advantage of a very uh, uh <laughs> of, of black people. I mean, it's really sad, man. And like, it's too bad because I like a lot of things he says. But you you don't though. That's the thing. Like if you listen to him, you don't. Yeah, you don't. Like, you maybe I haven't listened enough. I don't know. That's why I say I don't have one, a real opinion one way or the other. Bruh. From what I've heard, I heard little snippets. I'm like, oh, that's cool. Nah, that's the thing. Broken clock, right? Two, two times a day, right? So yeah. like, he's a perfect example of that. Like he'll say some shit that's like empowering and smart. I, honestly, I don't even want to like get into do like. Do you know, I, do you do know uh, which which conference? Nah, I got I got the clip somewhere right here, man, because I've laughed at this. I got it. Y'all ready? Yeah. Y'all ready for this shit? Yeah. All right. Should I give you the long version or the short version? How long is the long version? 44 seconds. Oh, yeah. We got 44 seconds. Yeah. Okay. Hold on a second. You send it to Al and put it on the TV? (laughs) Hold on. Uh, Should I send it to you and put it on the TV? All right. <laughs> can you can you explain who he is? Yeah, so it's the one guy Mark don't know about. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sending it to your phone. Out. Yeah, yeah. All right. So, Dr. Umar Johnson is the um, the prince of Pan Africanism. Uh, Pan Africanism, I guess, which is a movement. Uh, it's a Black empowerment movement, and um, he's some very strict uh, racial uh, opinions about how Black people should operate. And you're right. There are there is some uh, black pride baked in there, and about like togetherness and help supporting community, etc. But um, 
And I got a lot of the shit about this a few years ago, but the cool thing about the truth is that it never ages, guys. Truth never ages. Mm. I call Ooh, that's oh. a bar. Never ages. Truth dog. is black, bro. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> know it, dog. So, uh, that's funny. so basically, he had this hustle back in the day. Like I, I picked up that he was a con artist and shit like that. But this was he was gaining a lot of steam back then. He wanted to like start this like charter school for like black boys, and he was like getting all these like donations in to start it, and then never ended up becoming a school, and it looked like a whole scam. And who knows? what he's trying to do but i basically called him i was like dude he's got like a lot of like super racist and homophobic rhetoric and it's like stupid this is back on brilliant natives when i was like trying to like make like societal points about shit and everybody called me fucking all right or racist this that the other and a few years later now he's just a laughing stock in the internet but that's fine no apologies necessary guys it's okay (laughs) just destroy my character but that's fine okay so here so i but i absolutely love this guy he's fucking hilarious I mean, I don't love him in terms of anything he says. You laugh at him. Oh my God, he him. is so funny. Yeah. You know how like Duval posts like retards on his Instagram yeah, yeah, yeah. and they're hilarious? Yeah. This is my version of it. <laughs> okay. Right. So play this. This is him at a conference. Oh, shit. This is yeah, him I, at a conference talking about how to fix a community. Ready? And play. Come on, play. Okay. Got the thug energy, anger. Thug energy is normally anger and pain. That's all it is. I know because I do therapy with them thugs. And once they see I ain't scared of them, then we can have a conversation. And fellas, I want to be clear now. When we go back to take over the community, because we're going to have to do it, gentlemen. You can't expect the cops to fix this, because they started it. But I want to be clear. I know some of us love our children, but some of our children are so far gone that we would have to put some of them to sleep in order to take back the neighborhood. Some of y'all don't want to hear that because you don't live in reality. But I'm telling you, as a psychologist, I'm not going to be able to psychologize all of them on the corner. <laughs> Some of them going to sleep. <laughs> what did he scream? He said, "Some of them are going to sleep for good." <laughs> Son, for literally a week straight, maybe oh two weeks God. straight, every day I sent Charlemagne for good <laughs> every single day, just randomly throughout the day. So yeah. It is hilarious. What did Charlotte say? Because Charlotte. Oh, Charlotte put him on Breakfast Club a lot. Yeah. I, I think Charlotte's entertained by him. I honestly okay. don't know. Because I asked him, I was like, I, I don't get it. Like, you know he's not a doctor, right? Because I started looking into shit. His name is Dr. Umar Johnson. I'm starting to look. I was like, where's he a doctor from? Like, where'd he get his degree? Yeah. And I was like, just ask if he's a doctor. Like, I can't find I Googled it. I cannot find any degree for being a doctor. That's first step of con artists. Right, right, right. Like, the bare minimum, mm-hmm. you're yeah. con You can't find it. So I'm like, oh, the whole thing is fraud. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, bro. That's the thing. He already put a lot of you asleep. Fuck up! <laughs> he said that shit. So that shit was hilarious. Oh, that was wild, yo. That's anyway. a wild ass clip. What else we What else we talking about today, boys? Son, uh, just shout out to black people who aren't doctors and claiming to be one, though. Like, son, son Dre. So we are the best for that. That's how son. not racist we are, though. Is we just believe it. I mean, you tell me you a doctor and I'm racist, I'm gonna be like, from where? But Dr. Umar Johnson says he's a doctor. I'm like, yeah, I can see it. Yeah, yes, he's a doctor. Yeah, he's a doctor. <laughs> you can't question it, though. That's what it is. Why not? Because then you feel guilty. If some black guy is like, oh, yeah, I'm a doctor or something, you have to be like, well, take his word for it. You yeah. know what I mean? Because like, mm-hmm. if you do question it, then yeah. Then you're racist. But do you ever question anybody's doctor it? Yes. Like, are you ever like, anybody's like, I'm a doctor, and like, you would audibly say, really? The only like, people who do are other doctors. Women? <laughs> <laughs> Ha <laughs> 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 
I'm a doctor. You from, can get a doctor in home ec? From, yeah. from where? The Culinary Institute, bitch? I didn't know they gave out doctorates. So my girl did not like me correcting her on her food, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about it. She made some food and that shit had a lot of ginger in it. Okay. The Indian food? The Indian food. It was I tasting it. mad gingery. All right. And uh, I'm nice with figuring shit out. <laughs> okay. What does that even mean? I know. Like, I mean, there's, nothing. There's always a solution to I'm any- nice at having taste buds. No, 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 no. Check it. Check it. There's always a solution to every problem, Akash. Right. Okay. 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 Okay, so I Google how do you counteract the flavor of ginger? Because I'm like, there's got to be an equal and opposite reaction there we go. for food. There we go. Boom, if something's too salty, mm. you got to add this to take mm. away the salt. I'm like, they got to have that for ginger. Motherfuckers been making ginger shit for too long mm-hmm. to not be able to balance it. Mm-hmm. So I Google it. Right? She, I'm like, it's a little gingery. She's like, you think it's too gingery? And I'm like, yeah, all you need to do is put some brown granulated sugar in there. Mm. Okay. 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 <laughs> this chick want to look at me. This chick want to look at me. I don't even know what she said, to be honest with you. But she was so upset that I corrected her cooking that I offer a suggestion of her on her cooking, mm. being that I know nothing about cooking. Right. But I had to explain to her, it has nothing to do with my expertise in cooking. This is Google's expertise in cooking. Mm-hmm. Don't you think that's reasonable to correct? Yeah. I definitely think it's reasonable, but she's feeling like if she Googled how to fix a joke oh. <laughs> and corrected you on a joke, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you will look at her like, yeah, 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 what? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, my girl did that. She might get Sam cooked. <laughs> ain't no cooking for you. She Yo. might go to sleep. Oh, <laughs> God! Son! Imagine your girl That's gave a valid you- insight, Al. Yeah. That's a valid insight. What would I do in that? What if, but what if the correction that she gave- Fire. Would you give her credit? Hell no. Nah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And how would you look at her? One girl she- gave me one premise that I completely forgot she gave me. <laughs> On purpose, forgot. <laughs> I can't let this chick get credit for my brilliant shit. <laughs> yeah. She had a good ass idea. I said, I said, hey. She said the idea in the conversation. I realized I was like, yo, that shit might be a good joke. And in the conversation, I was like, honestly, I don't think anybody would make any sense of that. To be honest, I downplayed, I downplayed the fuck out of her idea in real time. I go, no, no, I hear what you're saying, but I think most people think you're a fucking idiot for some shit like that. <laughs> You know what I mean? So now just forget you even said that so nobody judges you in the future. And then I said it as a joke. I remember she came to the show in New Orleans. Later that night, she was like, she was like, that was really cool that like something I said to you ended up on stage. I was like, bitch, you gotta be out of your goddamn mind thinking you thought about that. I told you that in that conversation, crazy ass. Yeah, yo, I'm gonna be honest. Some of these bitches gotta go to sleep in the room. Are you right? They too, doctor. I get it. I can't psychologize her. I cannot psychologize her, bro. Yo, I'm gonna be honest. I relate to your girl on this because me and a couple comics that are friends, you have been uh, been a part of a thing where we run a premise by you, and you're like, no, I thought of that. 
And then we're just like, I did. huh? Oh, I did. Oh, son. So now if it don't go on stage, I did. If I thought of it, I did. But you just won't go on stage. You won't put it on stage. But then I'm like, or whoever's like, but well, I can't put it on stage because now we don't know. Maybe we're wrong. Maybe he did think of it. I thought of all jokes. <laughs> <laughs> it's a thing that's unfortunate for oh other comics. My God. That I thought of all jokes. Yo. Yeah. Watching Andrew talk to himself is so fucking funny. What I do? Because <laughs> it's just a few, and I'm sure you guys can tag on oh, sentences. He'll just be in his phone, and he won't be talking to anybody, and just be like, "These motherfuckers is hating me." <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Andrew, who? These motherfuckers, everybody. <laughs> They could do some shit. He can explain how it was his first. Oh my God, son. He's like, you see these motherfuckers trying to go on stage and tell jokes into a microphone, son? How they fuck? How they gonna do my shit, son? How the fuck they gonna try to be funny in front of crowds, son? <laughs> you know they tell the joke and then they do some shit after the joke that's also funny that they say. Tag it. Son, how you gonna shit tag the, tag. the fucking joke, son? This shit is crazy, bro. Oh, yo, <laughs> this shit is crazy, bro. I be promoting my shows with a flyer. These motherfuckers want to promote their shows so people come out to their shit. Stealing my bits. I'm like, yo, that, that's Chris Rock. You're like, <laughs> doing my jokes in the 90s and shit. <laughs> Fucking idiot. <laughs> Son. Nah, I, I like to create like little enemies, bro. That shit drives me. I bro. know. And you need that. You need I that. I know. Good but for you. they don't know that shit. We be shaking hands in the club. <laughs> you know, hey, shows, how's everything going? I mean, like, that's good. Everything's cool, but you going to sleep. <laughs> Fuck you! <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I like the way you psychologize your enemies. Yeah, yeah, you gotta create the enemies, B. Bro, you really do. We were riding the motorcycle. Oh back boy, home. here we go. And literally, I don't know it's gonna happen. I don't know it's gonna happen. It's not even like that. So you, the light turns green. Yeah. And then for the other side, for the cross street, and you cut off a car to go across the street because yeah. you don't stop at the red light. Yeah. And then the cop turns on his little sirens. He goes whoop whoop. And you go, bitch ass cop. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, you cut him off. Son, son, I do, you wanna know some real shit I do that's fucking stupid, but I really do it? I'll be biking, right? And I'll pass another biker. Yeah. Right? And as I pass, I'll go, fuck out of here, stupid. <laughs> <laughs> you wanna know it's crazy? I got electric bike. Yeah, I, I, I ain't even biking past this. Uh, it's the electric doing all the work. <laughs> I literally look at him. I was like, stupid, fuck out of here. <laughs> stupid, you thought you thought you was gonna keep up with me, stupid with your dumb pedal. Oh man. Oh my god. I'm just as dumb. I'm going up the bridge and I was like dumb pedaling ass <laughs> walk it walk it a homeless dude with a bunch of bottles on his shit I bet you hot I bet you hot I bet you breathing hard right now I bet you sweaty huh you sweaty underneath all that hey hey what's it like to breathe like you got corona why you breathing so heavy <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Son. Oh, Yo, that is true, man. Create those enemies, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Y'all gotta create enemies. Y'all don't got enemies that don't know their enemies? I got a couple for sure. Come That's on. Why I, I don't have any. None? None. Swear to God. None. Swear to God. Black women? <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> You'd be uh, passing yeah. them in the club like, fuck out of here, stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Where these white bitches at? Bro, bro, Alex was like, yo, Nina Simone's the best artist ever, bro. If she walked up to you in the club, you'd be like, uh. <laughs> Son. <laughs> I mean, you, you just sing, like her because she's dead. <laughs> you just sing, though. <laughs> you like her because she's dead. Holy <laughs> I missed, I missed that. <laughs> you also oh like it because you got two white names. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> uh, guys. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, Draymond. Oh, God. Can we talk <laughs> Draymond. about this? Draymond. Draymond. <laughs> really the auto tune. The auto tune, huh? <laughs> I'm Yo, nice. We Son. haven't had a singing I'm competition nice. in a minute, bro. We haven't had a singing competition in a minute. <laughs> I think we got to save it for Patreon. Save it? Yeah. They All right, but we haven't had a singing competition. Hey, it. bet. Friday, everybody got to come correct with a song. Okay. <sighs> Sam Cooke? No, you come correct with your oh, song. Okay, you okay. choose what you want. Mm. Everybody got to come correct with a song. Mm. Friday, we're going to have another singing competition because we haven't had a singing competition in a minute. Ooh, and Mark's here now. So. Oh, yeah. Mark thinks he can sing. Mark thinks he can sing. Bro, I'm a so. singer, bro. How how you figure? Because I, I I know I know all the words. <laughs> <laughs> no, but why are you legit singer? Because I'm good at it. But why? I was in He's the not... I was in the choir. Were you in choir? Yeah. Oh, that shit's cheating. Fifth bro. grade to seventh grade, bro. He got lessons in it. Yeah, Miss Taylor. That's not even real choir. Yeah, that's nothing. Grade. You don't think? Nah, that's they, just they like, weeded him out before it got real. You he just got to stand up there with the rest. No, of we got superiors. Sit. We got superior at the state competition. What does that mean? I don't really know. That? I don't know. Superior? Yeah, I think is what it was. So when you win, you're not the winner. You're no, the superior. It's better than average. Superior. What is it? It's better than average, I guess. That's yeah, not assuming. Too oh, gosh, close can you, to uh, can you explain what selection like, activities you know? Yeah, like, <laughs> what the fuck y'all talking about? Dude, it was an all-white kids choir at a like a Christian school. That shit was trash, probably. Really? Yeah. What songs did you sing? Uh, we sang... Shut really the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, mostly Sam Cooke is what we sang. A lot of Sam Cooke. Oh, there we go. Respect. Yeah. <laughs> Respect. Yeah. A lot of Nina Simone. Son, we gotta do we gotta do a nice little sing along come Friday. Flagrant Idol Part Two. Flagrant Idol Part Two. I think so. I'm with it. Y'all with it? But we have to really try to sing. You can't joke around. You have to. You the really motherfucker that joked around nah, the whole time I'm last not, time. I'm not. I I take it serious. <laughs> nah, I'm I take it serious. Bruh, nah. Hey, I have the best voice. I have the best lips. Oh, man. I thought we already did it, and I thought once Al won, he won for good. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what song did Al do? Listen, I bodied everything. So no, he I'm not going. Don Al Jones, where I want to be. So. Al is nice. Is Al banger. is nice. I will be honest. Mark is nice. Yeah, Mark, Mark is Mark good is at singing. Good. Mark, is Mark is really good at singing, bro. I'm not going front. I'm not going front. Mark is good at singing. I'm Akash, you're trash. <laughs> <laughs> you are trash. You're garbage at singing. You you're like garbage. You're the worst, yo. Nah, nah, nah. I'm tra if I'm trash, you're worse. That's all I need. I'll be trash, yeah. but you worse. No, Al. Son, who do you think is we a worse see singer? Friday. We who do you see think Friday. is the worst singer? Friday. He just uh, want health insurance. That's all. He just want health insurance. Uh, <laughs> yo, yo, yo. Do the fucking Faso Latido right now. <laughs> just do it. Hit it. Yo, you hit it. Do, re, mi, fa, sol, la, ti, do. Ooh. Oh, that was kind of nice. Yeah, I can't hate that. Was kind of nice. Oh, that was kind of nice. Come on. All right. All right. All right.
I dare you to sing, bro. I dare you to sing with me right now. Go. Hit it. Go. How does it go? Up? You know how that shit go. Do re mi fa so la ti no. do. No. That shit was nice no. too. That shit was nice. Voice a little bassy, a little rich. Voice cracked. That shit was rich. That nah, shit was rich, yo. You fucking cracked. That shit was rich, you yo. You fucking cracked, bro. <laughs> Dog, you about dude. to lose come Friday. All right, let's go. You better come correct. Oh, we going. Let's All go. Right. Let's All better right. come correct. Let's go. All right. Let's go. Let's talk about Draymond. Draymond. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Draymond Green. Why do you think that he feels the need to talk? He's like Dennis Rodman, but boring. Oh, my mm-hmm. God. I love that. Go He's on. He's just on a bootleg-ass Dennis Rodman. You're not quite as good of a defender. You're not nearly as good of a rebounder. You're not nearly as entertaining, but you keep yapping. You're not doing any of the crazy shit. You're not going out getting drunk and then coming back and being the fucking winning at the Indian race or whatever it's called. Yes. You're just... Not as good, and you just talk more, and it's not fun to watch. Rodman entertaining, so I'll let Rodman slide. Yeah, Draymond is not. Yeah, he is. Um, just complaining. Just fucking complaining, and like, if you guys don't know what we're referencing, he was on a podcast. I forget whose podcast, and he was just talking all this shit for no reason. Like, there's really no reason for him to talk about this, right? Like, you have your rings. It's History the, books say what they say. It's the Matt Barnes, Stephen Jones podcast. What's it called? Stephen all Jackson. Oh, Stephen Jackson. All and it's like, smoke. but he just starts giving up all these opinions. It's like, for nothing. Like, and maybe it's deep-rooted insecurity. You know, who knows what the fuck it is. But he drives me crazy because I think that he he believes he's part of the big three, if you will. Yes. I truly believe, I truly believe in my heart that he is as valuable to the Warriors as Luke Longley was to the Bulls. <laughs> he is the Warriors' Luke Longley. Oh, I think man. he is the most replaceable player on that team. I really think. I think you could get any decent power forward that plays D. Don't have to do anything else, but plays D. Can you think of a player in the league that you could replace him with? Uh, any power forward. Not Kevin Love, because Kevin Love don't play D. Kevin Love can't lock up. But if you take a Pascal Siakam, the Warriors are 10 times better. Oh, yeah. Pascal. You take, I wish we could go through like lists of power forwards. It would be 10 times better because you don't have to do anything. Just stand at the fucking top of the key, hand the goddamn ball off to Steph or Clay, and shut the fuck up. Like, literally, that's all you have to do to win rings. And he can't stop talking. What what did Barkley call him? Mr. Triple Single? Yeah. (laughs) That's what he's triple single. It's like you don't have, yes, you can play defense against guys that are bigger than you. Effectively, yes, you have that. We're the greatest team ever. Me and Steph Curry would have fucking destroyed Shaq in a pick and roll. Shaq would have walked through you on the first pick and roll, and you would never set a pick against Sturdy in your entire life. Yeah, you think you're, you're stopping Shaq in the post? I dare you to. I dare you to think that at six seven you're going to stop Shaq in the post. Unbelievable. You can play D against today's big man because today's big man is a 6'9 guy who's 190 pounds. Yeah, you ain't seen no fucking shit. Do Jack. you think he's just trolling? I think It's quarantine. He, he's bored. He just wants to troll and stay in media. I don't think so. I think he's like us. I think that he wants attention. He's no different than us. Yeah. But like, we want attention because this is what we do for a living. We literally talk shit for a living. That, yeah. that is our job. He plays basketball for a living. You don't need both. Mm. You're right? not like, good enough at basketball to get attention for it. 
Yeah, but but you are going to get attention and you're going to get the rings. You should be validated by that one thing. You shouldn't need anything else. Like I can understand if we were like on a rowing team and we were like the best rowers or on the best rowing team. Like that should validate us. We should be good with that. You know what? How you talked about Jordan's ego was wrapped up in the ring. Yeah, Draymond's isn't. Draymond got the rings, mm-hmm. got rings, and still not validated. Because Draymond knows that he's you, he, he's not uh, necessary. Yeah. He really knows he's not necessary, and it eats away at him. And I think he's kind of trying to qualify himself constantly. He's like, I am part of this big three. I do offer value. I, I am part of the reason why we won. You're a part, but so is John Paxson. You're part, but so is Bill Cartwright. That's who you are. You are a role player on the best team ever, and your role could be easily filled by any number of other players there. It really could. And people bigged his ass up. They bigged his fucking ass up, and he started to believe it. That's the issue. So here's what I think. Yo, he got the first championship. He was pivotal because that's a substitution they made that turned the series. Now, right. it was also a broken-ass Cleveland team. Mm-hmm. If Cleveland is full strength, they probably they probably lose. But if Draymond doesn't get suspended for Game 5, a lot of people think Golden State wins that series. But he the next did. Year. But he did because he's a retard. There you go. And also, at the end of that series, the reason they lost is because by Game 6 and 7, they figured out how to beat the Warriors. And Draymond is a guy you can expose. They don't. You just kill Steph on the pick and roll, and then you're fine. Draymond shoot can't hold all Shoot threes all, that all day. We we know you'll miss eventually. Yeah. Shoot threes. I remember texting you in the first half because he hit a few threes, and you're like, "This is the best." Mm-hmm. Draymond is drunk off these threes. He's gonna start missing. Cavs are gonna win. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what happened. And it's happened. You know what's interesting is that the best thing that could have possibly happened to Draymond Green's career is coronavirus. <laughs> By far the best thing because it will make us forget about the season where he was exposed. When Steph is down and Clay is down and Draymond is by himself, he's averaging eight points a game, a whatever great, the fuck he is. You know what the second best thing is? KD signs. Another thing that he hated. But if KD didn't sign, all of a sudden we, we know how to beat the Warriors. It's mm-hmm. done. Mm-hmm. They're a beatable team. This is the formula. Mm-hmm. Then KD signs, and now it's unstoppable amount of talent, and there's nothing you can do. But he's, what, the fifth best player on the team? Fourth best player there on the team? There you go. It's very, it's very interesting. This was the season that he spoke the most, right? He had the most opinions, and this is the season where he was exposed the most. I think he's just speaking out insecurity. He's realizing his limitations, and he's realizing how amazing he was when he was within that system, and he was the fourth or fifth option on the floor at any given point in time. It's no different than like when you play with Steve Nash and all of a sudden you start averaging 20 points a game. Yeah. You're like, oh, I'm the shit. Mm. And then you stop playing with Steve Nash and you're like, wait a minute, why am I averaging 12 points a game? Jason Kidd, you ball with Jason Kidd and you're you're shooting the best you've ever shot, right? You're scoring the most you've ever scored. Because he's going to get you the ball in the perfect situation at any point LeBron. in time. LeBron, perfect Luka. example. You're going to get money when you play with these guys, yep. but you're not actually that good on a free market in yeah. the league. Yeah. And Draymond, Draymond, when he was on his free market, the Warriors were bums. Worst team in the league, I think. Were they the worst team in the league? <clears throat> I believe the worst. So if you're Charles Barkley, <sighs> if you think you're bet, Charles Barkley can't sit at my table, <clears throat> but with you as the alpha, the team is the worst in the league. So How Charles made you? the playoffs. Charles would drag you to the playoffs. Charles would drag your ass to the motherfucking playoffs. Where are you dragging him? To the worst fucking record in the league, or at least the worst yeah. record in the West? Yeah, you're a system You're a system center. You are a system center. That is well said, and you're speaking out because you're realizing it this year. You're realizing your effect on the team is minimal. And the level of denial is crazy. He was saying, like, you know, teams used to always say when we were good that you guys get all the calls, and then this year we're bad, and we're not getting the calls and I see what they're saying. But then he didn't stop there. He goes, it's almost like refs are paying me back for what, you know, the things that I would do when I was good. Like, they don't like me. It's like, no, 
This is just, you got them. That's how the league works. Good teams get all the calls. I think they got the most calls. Fine. Now right. you're a bad team. You see what it's like. But instead of saying, yo, we got the benefit of the doubt on a lot of calls. Yeah. We still win the series, but maybe we don't win game one against Cleveland if KD didn't get that, uh, draw that bullshit charge against LeBron or whatever. Right. We got a lot of calls. Instead of saying that, he's just like, no, I think they hate me from back when we were good. Not, oh, yeah, they're yeah. right. We got the benefit. It's, oh, they hate me. Woe is me. He's just so annoying, man. Well, it's, you can't accept the truth. Most most people are in denial about something. So we overcompensate somehow. But for the, him... If the truth is something you, you don't want to believe, we, you we, can't yeah, accept Yeah, anything it, you know? you're insecure about, you overcompensate. So him overcompensating for the fact that he's insecure about being uh, like a true all-star mm. on your own, you're great with good players who can't play defense. With mm. great shooters who can't play defense, you're necessary. Mm. You hold it together. That's the only time you're valuable. Mm. Like really valuable. Mm. And that is a position of value, but it's not a position that needs to talk. It's not a star position. Yeah. So it's one of those things where it's like, you might be the linchpin. You might be the thing that holds everything together. You know that stone that's in the top of an archway? Yeah. Right? It's that one stone, right? Yeah. That when placed, it holds the arch together. Yeah. Yes, that thing is incredibly important, right? It's not the fucking foundation. It's not the columns. It's not the thing that's actually building the arch. Without it, it falls. Sure. But it is not the most important part of that team because you don't even have a fucking arch if you don't have the things that are supporting the supporting the structure itself. You're Dennis Rodman, but not as good. Dennis Rodman couldn't carry a team on his own. Dennis right. Rodman was a great defender. The, the boy, David Aldridge, say the best on the ball defender he's ever seen. Yeah. Draymond is probably up there off the ball, on the ball. Yeah. You're not nearly as good of a rebounder. Dennis Rodman's by far the best rebounder ever. Yeah. That's who you are. Yeah. Dennis Rodman's a star because Dennis Rodman is a star. And you know what's a shame? Is that Draymond would be so beloved if he shut the fuck up. Yeah, man. I would love Draymond. Because we'd go because you actually kind of want to love the underdog you on a wanna. team of stars. We all do. America loves an underdog. We were an underdog. That's yes. how we got here. Yeah, we're rebels. It's, we are an underdog. It's built into us. Yeah, yeah, we love the fucking guy that's the underdog. And you credit. do the intangibles. Right, you're jumping into the crowd if you're gonna play, yeah. take on the Rodman. You're jumping in the crowd. You're playing the tough D. You're defending the guys that are way bigger than you. We would fucking love Draymond if he let us love him instead of explaining to us why we should. Yeah, we would fall in love with a guy like that. We'd 100%. want him on our team. 100%. We'd be, hey, he's the reason why the Warriors win because he can hold it all together. But the second that you come out there and you open your mouth and say your name alongside Steph Curry or Kevin Durant or even Clay Thompson, you look ridiculous you really do fucking train mart <laughs> you heard what barkley said what did he say he said you're the you're the worst member of the boy band <laughs> that's what he said <laughs> Some barkley's that's the what best. he said barkley's the funniest yo yeah that's the other thing about draymond dennis rodman will take your best player mentally out of the game yeah draymond can't do that draymond will take himself out of the game draymond yeah. will take himself out of the game if you charge him up bradley beal that was like a was that that fight was a draw? No, nah, Beal checked a, him. Beale I thought Beal won. Or maybe it I wasn't a fight, but but Beal checked him and Draymond didn't do shit. Yeah. yeah, so that's why I thought his win was. But like, oh. it wasn't. You didn't body Bradley Beal, who's not a big guy. I mean, he's what six seven, six. He's a small forward. I thought Bradley Beal was six five. Maybe you're going up against centers. Like you're supposed to be the fucking bully. You're yeah. the guy. Chuck fought Shaq. Yeah. You ain't fighting no shacks, yo. Yeah. Chuck was fearless. Yeah. You went at Bradley Beal went at you and got you. Yeah. Made you expose you. Yeah, man. I'm not feeling the Draymond. 
situation right now. He needs to quiet it on up. If he quieted down, honestly, I'd have probably come around on him this year. I'd have been like, yo, man, you put that guy on the right team, he'd be great. We love him. And I thought maybe he would shut up. He even said last year he learned he needed to shut up more, I think. Oh, he forgot that shit. Yep. Yep. What else we got, man? I saw this thing going around on Twitter. Uh, Would you start, bench, or cut these three players? Shaq, Hakeem Olajuwon, and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. That's That's hard. Fucking good one. Yo. Start, bench, cut. Uh, I'd have to cut uh, Hakeem. Uh, I would start um, Shaq. And then I would bench uh, Kareem. I'd bench Kareem because I'd want Kareem to finish the game because Shaq can't shoot free throws. Oh, that's a great call. I was just Mm. thinking... So I was, this is crazy to say, but I think you got to cut Hakeem. And I was thinking you would start Shaq just because psychologically, I think he needs that a little bit more. And also, yeah, at the early on in the game, you can run the offense through Shaq late in the game. You can't. So that's what I was thinking. You would bench Hakeem and have him close it out. Hmm. But it's a good one. That sky hook is indefensible too. I mean, Kareem Reek from uh, the, what's the podcast he does with Mouse, he was saying, he says he thinks Kareem is the best ever. And there's an argument for it. And there's an argument for it, man. It's hard to deny. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you say it's just because Kareem was an asshole. I think history remembers him poorly, man. I think that he played a role in that. But yeah, that's interesting. Al, what do you think? I would probably start Kareem and then bring in Shaq when I needed like some bully ball. Because Kareem's going to get you buckets. Yeah. And he's in better shape. So it's like when he needs a rest, bring in Shaq. Because you know Shaq's going to give you buckets too. But also he could just go ham yeah. when I'm putting him in as six man. And then yeah, I just, bring Kareem this back. Might, this might not be something you should consider. I was just thinking Shaq's ego is a little more fragile. Yeah. So if you bench Shaq, he could get pouty. He could get whatever. You start Shaq, give him that. Yeah, Shaq does that got a, a fragile ego. That, yeah. Kareem, maybe he's an asshole, but he seems like he wouldn't be as whatever. Yeah, like whatever at least he you. tries to yeah. be about that like Buddhist shit. Yeah. So we'll see if he actually believes it. Mark, what do you think? Do you know any of these guys? No. No, I think the one on the left is pretty good, and then the other two can <laughs> leave, take them or leave them. <laughs> All right. What else we got, man? Let's look at the topic list, yo. Um, oh, the Aaron Gordon diss track, dog. Yeah. So that shit is, yo, bars, dog. You liked it? Sure. <laughs> Absolutely. No, nah, that might have been a bomb, bro. I hey. just okay. Go on, are go gonna, on. Are we gonna listen to something? No, no, I don't want to. I don't want it to get flagged or nothing oh, like that. Right. Let's but, be honest. Uh, Aaron Gordon, who plays for the Orlando Magic, had a, a diss track, um, and he's dissing Dwayne Wade and also dissing like the competition itself. Yeah, this is where he fucked up. I'm gonna be honest. If he just made like a regular rap, I think people would be like, "Yo, he's not bad for a rapper. He's yeah. not Dame." Yeah. He's not bad for a rapper. Yeah. But writing a diss track because of a fucking dunk contest makes you look like such a loser. Yeah. Now you lost a dunk contest. Before you got robbed. Now you deserve to lose that shit. Yeah. There's uh this the only thing this thing says to me is that he believes he'll never win a championship. And the mark that he was going to make on the NBA was going to be winning a dunk contest. I think that's as far as he thinks. I think that's as far as he thinks he would have gone. I don't know if he cares to win a championship. I mean, I assume. Wait, I mean, you, like, do I don't know if that? he's got that thing in him, that Jordan thing in him. It's like, I want to win a championship at all costs. Like, if this eats away at you and your answer is to go make a diss track and not, like, fuck everybody. Let's burn right. this whole thing down. I mean, I, th- I think every player in the NBA wants to win a championship. Yeah, but, like, 
How I, bad do you want it is what I'm saying. Yeah, I think he doesn't believe he'll ever be in a situation where he could win it. And I think he's okay with that. Like That's what I mean. Yeah, so it, because if you're making a big deal off of a fucking dunk contest. Yeah. Like dunk contest, it's fun for us, but it's it's really stupid. Like, let's be honest. Like, who gives a fuck? Who's the best dunker? Because the best dunker doesn't even play in the NBA. The best dunker is some guy that's part of like some dunk league, right? But can't yeah. even dribble a basketball. Like you can't in the NBA when you win a championship, there's no better basketball players out there in the world. So when you win that championship, you are the best basketball player in the world. Yeah. When you win the dunk contest in the in the NBA, you are the best dunker that happens to be in the NBA. Who wanted to be in the dunk contest? That's it. Because LeBron never wanted to be in the dunk contest. Exactly. Yeah. You're the best person that was available that night. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. there are better players that could win that contest. Yeah. You're the best one who's available that night. But I think that's what he thought his mark was going to be. And he feels slighted, and he should, because he arguably lost. Yeah. I mean, it was close. It wasn't like a robbery. I thought he won. I, I was there won. live. It was close. This this no, one, no, this one. No, two ones ago. Yeah, he's talking about this last this one. one. Oh. The last one I thought was arguable. The first one that he lost? Yeah. Probably that thing where he went underneath his both his legs and dunked it, like wiped his own ass. And yeah. I thought that was crazy. Yeah. But whoever won that year also, was it Levine? Zach Levine, yeah. It was crazy. This year, the last dunk where he got a nine and James Jones, or however you say, Justin, whatever his name is, he got a 10. I thought Gordon's dunk was just better straight up. Yeah. And I thought for that reason, he got robbed. That's it. You got robbed. What can you? What are you gonna do? If you really thought you were gonna win a championship or you had a chance to win a championship, you wouldn't even give a fuck about this. Yeah. You'd be like, all right. Matter of fact, you wouldn't even be competing. You're like, yo, I got more important things to do, right. like focus on winning a championship. Right. But the fact that he cares this much, it lets me know that you don't care that much about winning, man. Yeah. Or you don't feel like you'll ever be put in a situation to win. And the way that you will be put in a situation to win is to take less money because he's a guy who's gonna get. I don't know if he's getting max, but he's getting big contracts. He's gonna get a big contract. He so, got a decent deal, I think. I think it's free, but. So he's the type of guy that will get a big contract, and if he's the best player on your team, you guys won't go to the promised land. So the only way he can win a championship if, is if he accepts less money to be on a team with real max players. And I think that he's basically going, no, nah, I'm going to go. I'm gonna get as much as I can, and this is just my career, yeah. and I'm going to play basketball, and it is what it is. That's what I'm saying. He doesn't really want to win a championship. You, Everybody wants to win. Right. But the level of sacrifice and work and all that shit, not a lot of us want to do that. I think he'll do all the work and all the sacrifice. Except financially. Hmm. Like, he's the guy who really worked on his game. He's showed since, like, real improvements, man. Like, when he came into the league, he was just jumping. Now he can shoot. This guy, he's gotten better. I just don't think he's willing to make that financial sacrifice. Fair enough. And maybe. And maybe it's tough to do that shit. Like, we were talking. It's like, the fucking money these guys are making now, it's hard, dude. And on some Zen shit or whatever. When you think about how unhappy some of these guys are, if you're happy with money and you don't have to win, maybe you're better off. I don't want to watch as a sports fan, but maybe he's happier. I mean, clearly he's not that happy, I guess, if he's making a diss song about this. But No, nah, this music video shows me he's probably one of the only NBA players not flying in hoes. What? <laughs> <laughs> if you have time to you do this time. fucking shit, like, you're not flying in hoes, though. My man is doing his own quarantine. He, he wrote bars, had time to shoot and edit a fucking movie, a music video. Like I think he made another song before this one. Really? This is like his second song that he's done. During, I, the, during the quarantine? or No, I just think like in general. Oh. So he wants to rap. Yeah, he's trying to... I My thing is like get a pivot out of the NBA to become like an analyst or a rapper and try to like become Shaq or some shit. Just be a personality. Yeah, like uh, become maybe. like an analyst or something. Is he, All right, guys. 
we got to pay some bills, man. Um, God bless this company, man. Really, God bless this company. Uh, making a lot me. of people feel good. This is the chew. You already know what the chew is, okay? A lot of guys out here during quarantine have been servicing their wives, their girlfriends, their side pieces in the best way possible, and that is by chewing them the fuck out. I know there's lady assholes listening right now who are greatly appreciative of what that powerful blue pill can do and if you're new to this podcast what it will do is give you and your lady the best sex of your life that's right same active ingredients as viagra cialis all that shit okay this blue chew is better because it works twice as fast that's right you're chewing it up you're not swallowing it waiting for it to be broken down you're breaking it down right there in your jaw consumption dick hard you service your wife okay this pill alex says made his dick grow Right. Pretty goddamn impressive. If you ask me, I think it made me have more control. I wasn't busting the nuts at the time I was busting. I was busting when I wanted to bust them. And I actually made audible sounds during my orgasm. (laughs) This is a game changer right here. Simple as that. If you don't believe it, just ask some of the asshole army members. Ask them. Ask the guys that come to the shows and they bring a package of it and they ask me to sign it because they know how powerful this thing is. Go out there, bluechew.com. You know the promo code is flagrant. Simple as that. And you're going to get it for free. All you got to do is pay $5 shipping. That's the best deal you've ever had in your entire life. Costs nothing to try it besides that $5 shipping. Nothing to try it. You go service that girl. You go service that wife. And if you're a lady, you buy it for a husband because you know what? You deserve it. Bluechew.com. Use that promo code flagrant. Now let's get back to the show. You're from Orlando, Mark. Is he beloved in Orlando? Is yeah. he pop? Y'all don't care. They use him for the marketing shit. Put him on the Amway. Like, Do y'all really care about sports? Soccer. In Orlando? Yeah. They just built like a new stadium for Orlando City. Oh, like, yeah, yeah. Magic's kind of like, man. Orlando just, City's like, funny. Really I've never heard a less significant city call themselves city. <laughs> <laughs> new York City. Mexico City. Orlando City. Yeah, Tokyo cute. City. Orlando City. <laughs> But yeah, no, he's not really beloved. But it's like th- the city's too transient. Like, there's too many like, like Mexican immigrants, like Vietnamese immigrants. Like, they care about other shit. So mm. the majority of the people there don't like American sports. Eh, kind of. I mean, like, obviously the games will do well when the Magic were popping with Dwight in 2012. Like, right. they were all sold out and shit. But huh. no, there's not really like a basketball culture. If anything, the sports culture is more like European sports. Yeah, Latino. Stuff. Yeah. Yeah, man. That's yeah. that Florida shit, bro. Yeah, I mean, they don't even... Jacksonville should lose the Jaguars, from what I hear all the time. Outside of Duval, I don't know any Jaguar fans. They apparently don't ever really sell out. They just talk about them moving to London. They've been that for years. Oh, yeah. London fucking loves the NFL whenever it goes there, at least. But college sports do well in Florida. I don't know why. Like, they like Some Gators, Southern shit. FSU, Southern like- culture, and y'all got good college football teams, but Southern culture loves college football. With everybody there buys into this idea of like they're playing for the love of the game. And then that's all you guys have in a lot of like fucking Alabama. You got Auburn, you got Alabama. That's all you got. Right. There's no sports teams professionally anywhere nearby. There's no pro team in Alabama? No. Oh, shit. No, Little Rock or like Arkansas. There's no fucking Little Rock, whatever. Florida has so many implants. Like you got the Cubans, you got the. That's the thing about Florida is they also, yeah. NFL. Yeah, my basketball. take on 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 uh, at least Southern Florida was that it's a digestible form of America for Latinos, mm. for like South and Central Americans. Yeah, and because of that, you don't see popular American traditional entertainment outlets like basketball mm-hmm. or even stand up comedy flourish there. Right. Whereas in a traditional American city, usually even if it's not even that big, 
you'll see stand up or you'll see like basketball flourish. But like even when we went to Miami, you don't feel like you're in America, America. You'll feel like that you're in a version of America that will be safe if you're coming from Brazil. Yeah. Mm. In the same way, like when you're in Hawaii, you're like, I know I'm in America, but I'm in what an Asian thinks America is. <laughs> right? Yeah. Like, like if, you ask, is. if you ask a Japanese yeah. person to like make America based on their image, it would be Hawaii. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. So it's like. But I will say, though, that Orlando loved Dwight. Dwight Howard. Yeah. Like Why? They re- I don't know. They've like, I mean, obviously he was like great and like won the Eastern Conference and shit, but like they loved him. Well, that's right. You guys went to the finals. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, if you take a team that's used to doing nothing and then take them to the promised land, you'll become beloved. I wonder if on some level they also knew they fucked up Shaq. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. How'd they fuck up Shaq? I wasn't there for that. When Shaq was a free agent, there was some billboard that said like, or some ad in the newspaper that said like, would you rather have Shaq or Penny or something like that? And overwhelmingly they voted Penny. They just made it clear to Shaq, we don't really value you, we value Penny. If y'all got a beef, it's poor Penny. And then Shaq was like, all right, fuck you guys, I'm out. Wow. And LA obviously... Probably enticing anyway for Shaq, and you think you can rap and act and all this stuff. Yeah, I'll go to L.A. Fuck you guys. They got money. They got space. Let's go. Yeah. Huh. And if if but I think and again Shaq fragile ego. I think if Orlando made it clear Shaq is our guy, he Shaq would have stayed. stayed. Huh. I think. I don't know if he ever would have won a chip without Phil, but he would have stayed. I mean, they were close. They were like a Nick Anderson free throw away or something, right? When they went to the finals, I think Houston swept him, but Shaq was dumb young. Did they sweep him or they won one game? Maybe they won. No, maybe they swept them. And this is after they beat the Pacers in the conference finals. Yeah. I remember they beat the Pacers in like six, and the Pacers, I thought, could beat the Magic, and they didn't. But they were a young team, yo. Shaq was in like his third year, fourth year. Penny was in like his third year. They were young. And they They just got fucking raped. Egos fucked both of them up, and then... The yeah, the, the magic fans nah, chose Penny him. over Shaq. They swept him, huh? Yeah, Hakeem, I and Hakeem, Shaq is one of the few people he's humble about is Hakeem. Yeah. I think he might even say to this day Hakeem is better than me because Hakeem apparently just schooled him for four straight games. Yeah, there's a documentary about this. There was some maybe it was a thirty for thirty or something. I would love to watch that. I was watching some video about this, like uh Oh god, what was Hakeem? He Hakeem was kind of talking shit, but like in his polite way. Really? Or something like that. Like mm. <laughs> I don't know. There's some weird thing. Maybe you can look this up, Mark, but it was like Shaq would kind of like give him an elbow. Yeah. And Akeem would be like, ooh, good one. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was just some weird thing that he, and he, but he really broke Shaq. Yeah. Apparently. How did he do it? I was forget. It was like in the second half of the first game, something happened. Mm. Oh, uh, fun finals would have been those, the first, the Rockets that won their first championship yeah. and the Bulls. I think the Bulls would have won, but Hakeem and Magic, or Hakeem and Mike would have been fun. The 84 draft going out of the number yeah. one pick, number three pick. It would have been fun. And again, I think the Bulls would have won it, but it would have been fun to see. Yeah, man. And Akeem, that was like the height of his powers. Yeah. He was so fucking good. Um, guys, shall we wrap this up? Is there anything else that we need to touch on? I feel like we hit all the major ones. Can you see the topic list? All right. No. No. Anything uh, else you guys want to really get off your chest? Oh, did we see this? Did we talk about this mom pushing her girlfriend off the camera at the draft? Did we talk about that on Patreon or we only talk about CD Lamb? Oh, yeah, I guess yeah. I think. But some mom wanted her spotlight. No, uh, bro. It was the was girlfriend it? wanted her spot. So NBA or NFL player gets drafted, some lineman. His, he's sitting on the ground crying, hat covering his eyes. 
his girlfriend is like comforting him off camera, but she keeps trying to like lean down to put her head on top of his so she can be in the camera. Oh. And the mom, I thought the mom, the first watch real quickly, I was like, oh, the mom must be on camera too. They're fighting over it. It's funny. Mom is just trying to shove her out of the fucking way. And the girlfriend's like trying to like move her off. And then the mom just kind of like forcibly removes her and then stands over the camera and just lets her son have her moment. It was so dope, dude. Oh, can you bring that up? Because I didn't see that. That mom should get drafted. What? What happened? The mom should get drafted, bro. Yeah. So here it is. Because defense. Uh, watch the defense on this on the O line. Look. Yeah, this is. Isaiah Wilson. Can we cut the volume just in case? Yeah. So there's the girlfriend. Look at the mom. She's like trying to put her head in the frame, and now see how she fights. It. Fights off. It. Fights off. Fights off. Uh, and mom just gets out of there, and then there you go. Have your moment, son. Oh, go back to the beginning. Just one more time. She's putting her hands over there, like let him have yeah, his. Yeah. All right. Look at the girlfriend. She's bitch. hugging. Okay. <laughs> and she white, you know, the mom was so happy to do this, yo. Yeah. <laughs> and then the and then the son, Edward, I just saw the look in his face like, oh fuck, yo. Now I gotta deal with this yeah, shit. Yeah, I know. He knows he gotta deal with that shit later. That's that's the funny part. <laughs> she out of here. You think that girl's not out of here? She gotta be out, yo. She out of here, bro. Why are you fighting her off? Who sets up the cameras in these people's houses? They set it up. So I think they sent every NFL prospect that might get uh drafted a package. Or whoever they wanted to tape, at least. I didn't watch the third day, but you have a camera that you set up, and then one other thing you set up, and then all 32 hats. So whoever drafts you, you put on that hat. Oh, wow. Which is a smart move. That's kind of cool. And if you're. Do you get to keep the shit if you don't get drafted? I'm sure. They're not going to ask for 31 hats back Bro, on their webcam. Imagine not <laughs> getting drafted and you just have a hat from every team. <laughs> that thinks you suck. Hey, sell them. <laughs> you need the money. Oh, my God. Bro, that's it. I was only thinking about the people who got drafted. Yeah, the guys who went undrafted, fuck. Uh, that's brutal. They couldn't have sent them to everybody then. They must have just sent them. Were there certain whoever. people that you don't get to see them on camera? So I didn't watch the third day. If I watched the third day, I would know definitively if right. you got to see the people getting drafted. Because the first, second, and third round, you pretty you much know, know those guys going. are going somewhere. Oh, what was your guys' take on the, um, the, the kicker for the Patriots? People said he got a racist tattoo or something like that. I did not hear this. You didn't hear this story? Nah, bro. Oh, yeah. So he has this tattoo... And it's a three percenter tattoo. And I guess per three percenters like this kind of like militia movement or something like that. He says he got it when he was like 17. And Jamila Hill, of course, she'll sniff out some racism anywhere. Yeah, yeah. So the Patriots just drafted a white supremacist. He goes, I'm sorry, someone who likes white supremacist things or something like that. And um, oh, God. yeah, just- I, I don't know. I mean, it's just an interesting it's it's just an interesting thing. I don't know. It's like uh well, I he's don't know. going to the right team. Yeah. <laughs> but he's like, Boston, ain't no black people really on the squad. He's like, I'm going to get it covered up. Blah, blah, blah. And um, yeah, there it is right there. So I guess that's a three percenter tattoo. My God, how do people find these things? I mean, they got nothing better to do. You really don't have anything better. Even in quarantine, I wouldn't look at a guy's tattoos like that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's just weird. But he was like, I'm going to get it covered up. I mean, I didn't know that that's what it was when I got it. What are your thoughts, Al? That's kind of yeah, I think it's bullshit, but whatever. Yeah. Now he's in the locker room with a that's actually, bunch of big yeah. black guys. That's so he's actually like, the oh, worst I didn't know. Punishment. I didn't know. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get rid of it. Put him <laughs> on a bunch of 300-pound black guys? Yeah. Oh, that's a fucking nightmare. Now, what if he changed it from like a 3% to a 5%? 5%? Yeah. Like, would that be a good That's switch? respect, yo. That's respect. That's respect. That's respect. That's real, that's real <laughs> reparations. Now. I'm sorry. Are, is it? Should we look at all tattoos and see if there's like some offensive things there? Ain't that some white shit though? 
That's like some prices, right? Like where you bid one dollar lower than the motherfucker. You know what I mean? Like, oh y'all are five percenters? Oh three percenters. <laughs> but like there might be players that have tattoos from like, you know, gangs and gang relation type of shit. And that could be pretty offensive to people who are victims of gun violence and that kind of stuff. I'm playing devil's advocate yeah, here. Yeah, I'm basically yeah, saying like mean. if we start looking through everybody's yeah. Yeah. tattoos and start finding the things they support. I don't even know anything about this group. This group could be a militia, some like, like uh, you know, these motherfuckers that want to like defend America. Like they, they get their own guns and they go do the, like in Michigan and shit. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, but still, all that shit to me is like, they just appear racist. Yes, they like do they have, have that. Race, racist vibe to them. Yes. Even though they don't outwardly say like, oh, fuck black people. but Right. I think that's a fair assessment. I just don't know anything about him, so I can't. Yeah. I don't want to get gotta, on Listen, man, you can't knock this kid's heart. He's a fucking kicker yeah. playing football. Even in college, you getting that tattoo, you ready. You ready. Yeah. You ready for war, yo. <laughs> yeah. You around a lot of black people. I have a feeling, though, as a kicker, you're probably going to be around white people. Oh, but you're still with the team. You're on the bus. You're oh, in the hotels. Yeah. Yo, they don't. You're not like a part of the team. Like, I feel like you're hanging completely out separate. Probably, but if they want to get to you, you're in the same locker room. If they want to get to you, sure. They but they also want to like keep their job. So yeah. they're not going to like do bully. If you had that tattoo and you were a running back, then I'd be like, oh, that might be rough. Or if you're a linebacker, that might be rough. But a kicker, nobody's going to pay you any fucking attention anyway. That, that might be the one. That, maybe he had it. Nobody even looked at the guy, so they don't know. Forever. But if, now that they know... Yeah, whoo, that's a, that's the thing. Now that you. they know, now he's like, oh, shit, I didn't know what it was. I'm going to get uh, it covered. What would you all get it covered? You, you got to go 5%. That's literally all you can do. That's literally <laughs> the only good. move. What else could you do? Nah, just be like every other player and get like a Bible scripture or some shit like that. But I what think the most the common... Nah, you just bro, you get like John three sixteen, yeah, some shit maybe like that. three Peter, and be like, I just think we're gonna win three straight Super Bowls, man. Well, it's not that's kind of th- not the number three and then a percent sign. It's, it's like Roman. It's three dashes, and then there are the stars oh, around it, and I assume the stars are maybe like the states and the colonies or some shit, or no. whatever it is. Whatever. Um, a dollar bill somehow put a little Parliament building over the three dashes. <laughs> yeah, I mean. Maybe that shit a constellation, bro. <laughs> yeah, that's Orion's belt, motherfucker. <laughs> you looking at? Maybe, but it is an interesting story. Who knows? Who knows? Do you think if he goes to another team, not the Patriots, this becomes anything? Jamil Hill will always make us something. Yeah. She'll always find something. What is her goal with that? Like, does she think black people don't know that the racism, racism exists? <sighs> I don't know. I think she thinks she's doing good, but it also, she's got to know it keeps her career alive. Yeah. But she got other shit popping. She's doing a podcast with Van about the wire. Yeah. I just, I don't understand it. I, I don't understand the perspective of it. Like, you, if you're you're letting people know that racism exists, but like, who are you notifying? Are you notifying the racists? Well, if they're racist, they know racism exists. It's just the black story. people know racism exists because they experience it every day. Like, what is it serving? What is it doing? I would say she's pointing it out so people stop that type of behavior. So if like you call the shit out, it then it brings have, awareness have you not realized to it. it doesn't work. Well, yeah, it does look. This guy's got to Hill. Huh? Yeah, but this guy's getting his tattoo covered. Yeah, do you think he stops being racist because he got his tattoo covered? No, but I, I probably just now more racist. I would at say this racist, and this is tattoo. something I truly believe. It's not devil's advocate shit. I don't think the solution is shame because what you do is you just shove everybody's feelings down inside, mm-hmm. and then when a guy like Trump comes along and is like, "Yo, you know what? Here's some racist shit that I'm gonna say that I'm not afraid to say." That party that got pushed down that's just been bubbling this whole time is like, yo, that's the fucking guy. But then that's how you radicalize people. Yeah. And those thoughts, when you shove them down, they don't go away. They just get worse and darker because you can't say anything. Yeah, but you can also look at it like, oh, um, 
the racist person gets ridiculed and then other potential racists see it and it's like, oh, shit, I don't want to get ridiculed like that. Let me not. Be it is a, I understand where they're coming from. I don't know who's right. I think this, Trump got elected for a reason. And it's not just people are stupid. People are stupid and you take advantage of their stupidity. How did he take advantage of their stupidity? I think a lot of it was the racist rhetoric that felt people felt like I can't say at all. And they're idiots, so they're like, well, I can't say anything anymore. Mm -hmm. And then this guy comes along, even though you're probably saying some hateful shit. Yeah. Now you feel like you can't say anything. This guy comes along saying a lot, and you're like, oh, that's hey, that's my guy. That's mm -hmm. my president. Mm -hmm. That's your guy. Mm -hmm. I'm just saying this doesn't seem to have worked. We've been doing it for about 10, 15 years, and the country, if anything, got more divided. I, I think that that might be a simplistic view of it. Possibly. Because... I don't think people vote for presidents as a whole. I think you vote basically on one or two issues. Most people do, right? So if, like, let's say that there are people who are, like, part of the Democratic Party. Let's say you're, like, a, a straight white guy like me who's, like, vote Democrat your entire life. And then you see, like, the Democrats supporting a lot of rhetoric that, or not even, literally not even just being quiet about it, but, like, supporting it. Like, yeah, we don't want any more white presidents or we need to have a... People of color, that's very important to us. You just start hearing that, right? And you're like, well, what does that have to do with being, like, good at the job? You're like, that's weird. So, like, just because I'm born white, I can't be. That's weird. That's a weird thing, right? Someone like me, right, who hears that, and then maybe I'm going out for auditions, right? I'm going out for auditions for roles, and I hear my agent telling me, yeah, there's really nothing for white, straight guys anymore. Like, or every role I get, they turn the character gay. Yeah. And then you start to go, like, what's happening right now? Yeah. And then the other side is like, yo, why is why is all that happening? That all of a sudden becomes enticing to you. I I felt my I felt it happen. I had to like check my own self. I was like, no, 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 I know where I'm at, but why am I curious about what's going on over here? Oh, I know why I'm curious because these people are addressing the things that are directly affecting me. So I think people got shit confused when it turned when they're like, Trump says racist shit. So everybody's like, I'm racist and we'll vote for him. I don't think it's that. I think it's literally the Democrats going, hey, we don't need coal miners anymore. And then the Republicans going, yeah, well, why can't we just have some coal miners open up the coals? So th what they would do is they'd give an out and they'd give a rationale and they'd give reasons for the things that other people felt aggrieved by the party that used to stand by them. That makes a lot of sense to me for the moderate closet Trump supporter. The guy who was moderate and now is getting pushed a little bit right because they're just left to saying all this shit that doesn't seem to apply to me. And then this guy's talk. So I'm not going to say anything. I'm going to quietly vote for Trump. Mm -hmm. I'm actually, at this point right now, let's just talk about the fucking Trump, like, worshiper. The yeah. guy who loves Trump. But they started like that. They didn't flip that. What I'm why about, Trump over anybody else? Why Trump over Romney? Because he's who's here now. Nah, they, I, Romney supporters weren't like this. Romney supporters were like, yeah, Romney, he's great, whatever. He likes, he, policies, I align with his policies more than I do Barack's. Or maybe I just don't like Barack as black. I'm talking about the far right that fucking worships What Trump. percentage is that? Bro, I went to a Trump protest of a Trump rally in Minnesota with uh, Abdi. Yeah. And these motherfuckers, they, they filled out the Target Center. It wasn't like these guys. And they are dug in. And what makes it worse, what makes you dig in more, is as you're walking to the arena, everybody's shouting at you, calling you a racist in your fucking face. So what are you going to do in the face of that? You're going to be like, all right, you know what? Fuck you. Trump is even more my guy. Fuck all of you. I've watched these guys just dig in. Yeah, be, and that's a reasonable thing to do, right? And that's well, to the same culture of shame and whatever not being effective. You're just making these guys dig in. No, more. no, it, it's effective for the opposite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it's not. By, it's not weeding out racism. Is my point by right. shaming you? Yeah, you are pushing that person towards love. Yeah, where is the love? Trump. 
Right, exactly. But to fill out that arena, there might be people in that arena who just believe that abortion should be illegal. You're not going to a rally. Yes, you are. Yeah, you are. Man. So that's the thing. This is why I think you're a little naive in terms of how you think about politics. It's like most people are one issue voters. You have to allow them to care about something you don't care about. They care about no, no, that no. thing. No, I can understand that. Like you care about India. Like you're a one issue voter on India, I imagine. And if one president was like, yo, we need to bomb India. No matter what other things he aligned with, would you vote for him? How? What's he doing with Pakistan? Yeah, but for real. No, for no, real. No, but no, just I'll take be, that I'm in. Out. No, I'm out. You're out, right? So yeah. they feel that exact way about certain issues. Right. And then the fact that someone is speaking up for that issue, it's it's just as valuable to them. Now, don't get me wrong. There are racists out there that are like, fuck yeah, you're saying some shit that excuse my sentiments about race. 100%. But I think there are other issues that they're saying things they're echoing feelings that they have that aren't satisfied anywhere else, similar to you with the India situation, that they're being supportive of. Like, that's why Jews started voting for Trump, because he was like, yo, Israel, we got your back. And they felt the Democratic Party didn't have their back. They're not. Do you think Jews are doing it for the same racist reasons as the people filling up those? No. What I'm saying is, I think if you go to, and maybe and let's let's OK, I'll assume you're right. I think when you bury a person's any like if you want to actually get a person to not be racist, I don't think you shame them. I think you expose them, you talk to them, not expose in a bad way, expose them to the other side. Yeah. Expose them if you're homophobic and you get exposed to gay people and you're like, oh, yes. they're not bad. Yes. I think that kind of exposure is good. But just shaming, they even if you have any slight racist feeling, I can't talk about it at all. I can't have a discourse without being shouted down. Now the feelings get darker and darker. Yeah, of course. And then my one issue becomes racism. So I'm a one issue. This guy, these guys are too progressive. This guy, he, he's racist enough. Let's go. That's my guy. So uh, I don't I don't know if race I don't think it's an issue. I think Trump said a lot of shit that's at least uh, to no, use no, a no. liberal term problematic. And those there's a lot of people who are like I like that this guy says it and isn't afraid. That's my guy. Says what? Says whatever. Says these Mexicans are coming over and they're raping and blah blah blah. Whatever he says the truth to them it's the truth. So so you think that. Him speaking about Mexicans coming over and raping was more valuable to people than people who live on border states and maybe feel as if their jobs are limited because illegal immigrants are taking the jobs. I don't know if it's the most valuable thing. I think it's a definite factor. No, I'm asking about those specific things right there. What is more valuable in terms of of switching your vote? I don't know. What do you think is more likely? Logically, I would say policy. Emotionally, I understand a lot of people, I think, vote. There's one policy voters. I also think there's the Chappelle thing. I don't look at uh, a person's, a president's politics. I look at him as a person. Right. And I think a lot of people uh, are aligned with that. Right. I, I guess what I'm trying to say is like, I agree with you in terms of we look at people as a person. And this is a popularity contest. These people are not good at anything. They have no real skills. Right. Right. And I think that a guy like Trump is very funny and that really matters to a lot of people. And they'll justify the things that he's funny about because they value, let's say, funny. Just like Obama was incredibly charming, right? And they would justify anything. I've justified shit that Obama did that is pretty awful because I'm so charmed by him and I like the guy so much and he's so fun, right? So I think at the end of the day, that's where our core goes. But in terms of why people are voting for him, I think the amount of Americans that are like every Mexican that comes over is raping people are very small. I think the majority of people that are voting based on a immigration policy 
is simply, I think my job is being taken. I used to wash dishes and now I can't get a job washing dishes. I used to do lawn work. Now I can't get a job doing lawn work. Even if that's complete bullshit, they're convinced that's why, rather than I think every Mexican is a rapist. My point is just this shame culture doesn't help. I don't think it's the only thing that got Trump. No, no, I agree with you. I I agree with you. And we're on the same page about where it pushes people and how it radicalizes people. Yeah. 100% on the same page. And you're going to go wherever the love is. And then once you feel the love, you start to go along with the things that people in that circle agree with, right? Like, I can agree with that, yeah. Once someone loves you, it's like Joe Joe Exotic. It's like Joe Exotic finds these fucking meth heads, right? They've never experienced any love. He finds these like uh, weird like uh, drug addicts, never experienced it. And then he brings them in. He loves them. He feeds them. He gives them a family. He gives them community, right? And then he's also like, yo, we got to kill that tiger that you raised. And I can, like, okay, Joe, whatever you say, Joe. And I can change, I can shift my point to that. If you're going to shame this guy and everybody says, and I've said this too, another thing that I... Maybe a bigger thing. If you're going to tell white people in middle America, you got privilege, you have no idea how good you have it. And they're like, what are you talking about? I work in a fucking coal mine. Suck my dick. And then one guy comes along and is like, hey, white people in middle America got it rough. That's my guy. That's my guy. So I didn't think that was the only factor and maybe not even the main factor. It is a factor. Maybe this is a main factor. Yo, and I agree with both. Like race is a factor in everything. I'm yeah. never going to be the person right. that's going to come here and say that race isn't a factor in ab- everything in life. hundred yeah. percent. But I truly believe at the end of the day that when people, there are people like fucking racist groups, KKK, that are literally just looking at the candidates like, who hates minorities more? I'm voting for them. I think the majority of voters, though, have an issue that's really valuable to them, right? And then they'll defend the the person that supports that issue at whatever cost. So let's say that abortion is that issue. They... They, Trump's like, we got to get rid of abortion. All these people who are anti-abortion were like, that's my guy. And then Trump says some shit about Mexicans are rapists. And then they'll go, I was out of context. He didn't really say, he's the type of guy to say some wild shit, but he don't really mean it. He, They're defending someone that just believes the same thing about abortion. They don't give a fuck about what he says about Mexicans because they don't have another option to vote for. Do you understand what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, I, I see what you're saying. But, you know, a thought I had is interesting. They say like the, you know, like the Martin Luther King thing, the answer to hate is love. Yeah. That's really what most people who hate, they just need some love. And it is, a, it is really hard to hate a group of people that just like keep loving you. Like if black people were just like, yo, we fucking love Trump, openly love Trump. If Trump was racist, it's hard to be like, if, find a racist, not named Trump. A KKK guy, black people, yo, we love you, yo. So, not that you need to, but like this answer of shouting down everybody and screaming down everybody because they don't believe what you believe, that's just not going to work. All you guys got to do is agree on one thing and then you can be friends. Yeah. Like, I mean, I've seen this happen with these these people that pop up and become, you know, pseudo celebrities in like the political intellectual world. But like a guy like Ben Shapiro pops yeah. up, right? Like- Southern rednecks love Ben Shapiro. Before Ben Shapiro, they probably had some thoughts about Jews that were not the best things oh, in the yeah, world. Yeah, yeah. Right? But all of a sudden, Shapiro becomes this like godlike figure to them. Mm-hmm. Why? Because he agrees with them. And? Speaks to them? Not only does he agree with them and speak to them, he's given them weaponry to uh, fight against okay. the side that's trying to hold them down. Right, right. Right? So it's like, these hillbillies are like, man, these Democrats are calling us racist, calling us all these things, saying we have white privilege, that kind of shit. I don't have a white privilege. What the fuck? And then Shapiro goes, well, there's no such thing as about white privilege. When you really think privilege is a dichotomy, that he gives this like fancy, tech, fancy explanation for it. And all of a sudden, they're like, oh, that's right. I could use that. Yeah. You gave me some artillery to go against those guys that are trying to make me look stupid. Yeah. Right. 
And those guys that would give these great arguments, these people who couldn't come up with the arguments really themselves, become celebs, even though three, four years ago, yeah. those exact people might have some horrible things to say yeah. about Jews. Yeah. You agree on one thing, all of a sudden they're your guy. I agree with that. Right? Yeah. And then you go, well, what do you think about, then you ask these like Southern Christians or whatever, you go, hey, well, what do you think about uh, Shapiro's belief in God and how he feels about, uh, yeah. you know, uh, Christians going to hell? I mean, everybody's allowed to yeah. have that. Yeah. Before that, he's fucking wrong. Yeah. Jesus is the savior. Yeah. So it's like, whatever. We don't have to get too far into it, but it is interesting. Yeah. I agree with you. Shame can radicalize. Yeah. And it's a poor way of getting people. That's my point. This 100%. Ain't, this ain't the answer. I'm not going to say I got the answer. I know exactly what it is. But this I know system, this ain't it. This ain't helping. So why you keep doing it? What do you think the best answer is? I mean, it's hard to do, but if you can, I think if you can have a like an actual conversation with a person, and I don't know if I'm capable of doing it, but like. It's exposure, like you, you were can, saying. Yeah. It's the only way. Let me hear you out and let me talk to you and let's have an actual conversation. I don't know if Martin I decide he's willing to do it. Martin Luther King. King, yeah. White kids, black kids, Asian kids hey, all yo. hang out together. It's like that Daryl Davis shit. Yeah. The, literally, he goes in and just like talks to him. The black guy who uh, like gets uh, KKK dudes to leave the KKK. Really? It was like oh, this I black didn't... jazz. You didn't hear about this guy? No, I didn't know. That's a thing. They did a documentary about him. Yeah, he was oh, on Rogan too. Hero. He's got like all these like clan robes that he got from. They give him the rope. The clan. Word. They leave the clan. And because like the guys in the clan, like not all of them are like he's hanging that up are the racist. Clan suit, huh? So That's take this, nice. take this. I don't think like all people in the clan are people that are racist. Like oh, I, we all hate black people. It's like no, this is just the place that gives me dopamine. You know what I mean? Like this is mm. the place that gives me love, and you could be addicted to love like any other drug. Mm -hmm. So in a way, like Joe Exotic's people are addicted to meth. Like these guys are addicted to the love that they get from this group and feeling worse. Like if you tell me white people, oh. if I feel like shit, and you tell me white people are superior. Oh, fuck. Okay, man. There I'm not we a piece go. Of shit. So, yeah. again, so the thing that you need is not you want to hate black people. The thing you need is you want to feel Love. good about yourself. Yeah. Now, once that person makes you feel good, they're also like, yo, guess what? We hate black people. And then you're, they're like, hey, whatever I mean, cost, okay. Whatever the cost of not feeling like a piece of shit is worth it. It's worth yeah. it. And then all of a sudden, some black guy can come in and say, yo, you can feel good without them. You can feel good with other people. Like, and then gives you exposure to what another culture is like. Like it's it's like to be and defies the stereotypes of black people that these guys have been selling to you. Yeah, like I just he's don't a smart guy. He's intellectual. You know, he has a good conversation. You guys have tons of shit in common. It's like, oh shit! It starts out with, well, you're not one of them. Well, you're yeah. different. And then he goes, no, nah, this is just how we are. People yeah. are different. Yeah, no gotta, one's ever yeah. changed their mind for feeling stupid. You gotta send me a link on this dude. I got well, yeah, man. Daryl Daryl Davis. Daryl. No one's ever changed their mind to feeling Charlotte stupid. To speak to him. Yeah. You got to highlight something like that. Yeah, it'd be hot. Yeah. yeah. I would be hot. But I think it's true, though. I don't think making someone feel stupid has ever made someone change their mind. Think about Joe Exotic got straight guys to fuck him. Yeah. Not because they were sexually into it, but because he gave them love for probably the first time in their fucking lives. Yeah. So they were willing to trade their ass yeah. for that love, man. That's how powerful that love shit is. Dude, yeah. like, and when you shame someone, you're actually evaporating whatever shred of confidence they had yeah. left. So yeah. now they're even more vulnerable to be point. radicalized. Yeah, yeah. That's but that's like the Rodman doc. Like we were watching oh, the Rodman yeah. Thirty for Thirty. Like he was rejected by everybody. His only friend was like this thirteen-year-old white kid. That's why I said yesterday he just wanted love, man. That's it. He just wanted love, and I didn't. Even the we were having a little debate yesterday. There was another story I thought of after, which is like I think he just wanted love. Andrea Kramer had a story. I think it was Andrea Kramer in the Jordan doc where she was like, the thing people don't understand about Rodman is he didn't like being hated. 
we were going into an arena and everybody was booing him and he looked at me with tears in his eyes and said why are they booing me yeah he just wanted love and i think that's why when scotty came back and jordan had his sidekick and robin got shoved down the totem pole he was like i can't do this man i'm going to vegas i just just come get me because i'm not coming back i need you to come get me to prove you love me yeah Mm. yeah Well, guys, um, another great episode. Flagrant 2 Pod at uh, Instagram. We're going to get that all set up. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. Singing competition on Patreon. Patreon.com slash Flagrant 2. Come join us over there if you're not already part of the, the Asshole Army conglomerate. Patreon madness. Uh, please hop on board. I think that you'll like it if you like this. And um, thank you guys so much for getting flagrant two pod to 100,000 subs man thank you for getting the andrew schultz youtube to a million means a lot to us uh the journey continues make sure you check out our episode of uh schultz this week i think we're calling it schultz we'll figure out what it is but we'll post it on my main youtube we got something fun cooking up but um any uh church announcements or anything Akash? i'm good i think as of now my show in chicago is still on for uh june 6th so Ooh, get good. tickets at akashane.com we'll see what happens with that if it gets delayed obviously your tickets will be uh refunded but go get those tickets akashane.com june 5th sorry um y'all thank you so much peace